And we're back. WrestleMania. I'll see you outside at 3 o'clock by the flagpole for WrestleMania. No. <laughs> to give me your lunch money. 35 so, cents. Sophie, how are you doing, man? You watched the whole show in one day. I watched the whole show in one day. Fuck, it was long, man. I took breaks. I had to have lunch. I had to tinkle a bit. <laughs> man, there were times when my eyes were heavy, man. Yeah. Like, like, like I said. And I took the, breaks. Like, yeah, like I said on the previous uh, podcast, go check it out. <laughs> like plugs right away. It was like, it was long. It was long. I was like two hours pre-show, three hours into the main card. I'm like, man, man. But here we are. I'm Adam. And I'm Darcy. And this is the Kickstarter podcast for WrestleMania 35. <laughs> we're going to do this. We're going to recap this we're, thing. We're going to recap. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. So right into the ca- into the pre-show, we got the panel. We got the coach, JBL, Paige, and Sam Roberts. The last real broadcaster. You're doing the panel, eh? You're going right. Yeah. I, 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 I jumped a lot of this. Well, just let me get through these quick points because this is some of this is actually pretty funny okay. for me. So Sam says this is going to be a night that wrestling fans will remember. He uses emphasis on the word wrestling. And all I could think was Vince will probably fire him and we're never going to see this guy again. <laughs> Blasphemy bring up the word wrestling. Uh, also, they, they show the graphics for the matches, V. And they must have been listening to a podcast because they changed the graphic to the Andre the Battle Royal. Now everyone is the same height. Oh, there you go. <laughs> uh, they also reference Rey Mysterio's injury. And oh, they that, did talk about it. And they say whether or he's good or not, the match is a go. Whether he's good or not. Yes. Was John Oliver there? <laughs> <laughs> right? I'm pretty this, sure most of the t- Unsafe work environment. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most of the wrestling community has heard his. I mean, what, uh, what's it last week tonight? Uh, last week today, somewhat last, last it, week tonight. His show's hilarious. It's hilarious, regardless. Yes. I, I watched and the wrestling. One. I, I'm glad he brought some of these points up. You know, I mean, I feel like some of the wrestlers don't get, uh, you know, the stuff, uh, the benefits they need and stuff. And oh, absolutely. Well, it's they, like they get, don't get the treatment they deserve. WWE has their medical staff. What does that even mean? Right, Doctor Amon. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doctor Killinger. I also wrote, man, the girls. The, f- the female broadcasters on the show. Oh Charlie, my god, yeah. Charlie's in this dress, man, and it oh, like it was, oh my god, it looked like it was stitched on her. I just wrote, she's ouch hot right now, like I'm dying. Yeah. And then they go to Kayla, who's with this in this nice shiny purple jacket. She's just so cute. She's adorable. Just adorable. And she's interviewing uh, Biggie and Xavier, and they're uh, talking to Kofi. I did want to talk about that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Well. Um. So yeah, she she tries the leading question, right? Like, of course, yeah. You know, Kofi's been working so hard, and all uh, these hurdles, all these hurdles. Does he have anything left in the tank? Exactly. And then Biggie, uh, I'm not gonna say he's high. I'm not gonna say he's drunk. Uh, I'm gonna say he's probably high and drunk. Because <laughs> he's it's the power of positivity. The power v. that power of positivity. I gotta get me some it's of that. some strong strong stuff. Yeah, like who do you who do I need to call? Who hooks me up with that? Isn't it a dark alley? I'll go yeah. down that dark alley and be like, yo, I need some positivity, buddy. But uh. No, he he's like full on like it's like it's like when you're trying to fill up your car and then your gas tank is full and a little bit of gas comes out and it kind of falls down on your shoe. That's how full Kofi's tank is. <laughs> and then and then as they're walking off, come on, Kayla, come yeah. on, Kayla, Kayla, and she's Kayla. looking at him like, my boys. Yeah. <laughs> they, they they don't stop like they're outside of the frame. Just like, come, like, on, Kayla. come on, Kayla, come on, Kayla, come on, Kay, come on, Kayla. <laughs> she's probably sitting there like, shut up, let me finish my interview. You're like. <laughs> 
the highlight for me after that is it goes back to the panel. Yes. And who is sitting there now but Edge? On this, this day, I see clearly everything's come to life. Oh, oh, yeah? And his tag team partner. If you close your eyes, your life will lead you to reveal Christian. Mm-hmm. Boom. There. See? And, of course, I also wrote this, too. You notice how they always go, hey, Edge, what do you think about this match? They go to him first. Why Edge first? Oh, you can tell Christian's annoyed, which is so funny because I don't know if they planned this, but suddenly Christian's back in Daniel Bryan. Oh, this is great because Edge is like, it's like, well, it's the way they phrase the question to Christian first time we laugh. They ask, first they ask Edge, you know, like, what do you think about Kofi Kingston and his push? And he's like, oh, you know, he's 11 years in this company. It's his first time yeah. in, in a, a main event, but that won't matter. He's ready, right? And then they go, well, Christian, you would probably be able to answer this best. And they said, why do you think it took him so long to get this title opportunity? I'm like, wow. Right? I, I love first it of all, insulting Christian right there. And that it took him however long. I just love it because Christian's kind of like, it's like, well, you know, at 11 years, if you're not getting this opportunity, if you're not getting to that point, it's like, like, why are you still kind of trying? Oh, well, that's the way he put it. He said, it was because he he waited. He didn't do anything for yeah. eleven years, and yeah, right, total yeah. heel. But then, and everyone's like, whoa, 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 attack him. No, Edge, Edge literally comes right out. He's like, well, only eleven years. What were you doing for fifteen years before you won your first title match? <laughs> oh, like he backhands him oh, with the t- like, and I'm just kind of like, and these two are best friends, right? <laughs> and the the line for me during that whole interview is Christian was like, I do support the Planet's Champion. I'm I'm not, thanks to him. I'm now twenty one percent vegan. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great line. I love like, that. I'm not 21% vegan, and I feel better than I ever did. If he's 100%, I don't even know what he could do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> just just great stuff from these guys. Then we go to our first match of the night, V. Yep. Buddy Murphy versus Tony Nese. Do you want to take this one, man? I feel like this is going to be you. Um, the Cruiserweight title? I'll, I'll take it. Um, just feel free to jump in. I didn't write a lot. I, I kept getting really irritated during this match. Because, again, this is my 205 match. I was really stoked. So you invested. I, I, I was a little invested and I was re- not let down, but I was kind of like, as I call it, the fuck. The <laughs> fuck. So I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Murphy comes down first. Um, he's in there. He's doing his thing. It's great. Uh, Tony comes down um, a little too over the top considering Tony's character in 205. He see, always seemed much more like calculated and a little. Like down there, and he's like, "This is my WrestleMania moment." My yeah, he was moment. really hyped. Yeah, and so like, um, match starts off. They're back and forth. They know each other well. It's like counter after counter. That, that's dodge, the story, right? Tony's just dodge, right? Just yeah. anticipating all his offense and countering everything Buddy's throwing at him. Yeah, so it's like as it should be, as it should be. And um, so Tony ends up like catching him. They get outside the ring. Uh, again, he's like. This is my WrestleMania moment. This is mine. And I'm like, okay, like you're in front of a camera. This isn't the first time, Tony. Like, <laughs> just concentrate on the match. He takes uh, Buddy back in, and then I don't know if you noticed the eye. Yes. He had like an exploded eye. Holy crap. It was like his entire socket was red. Yes, and, um, I remember this. I was like, oh, man, blood already in the first match. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was kind of like, is that a bloody eye? Is it a black eye? And then when they, they kind of get a little closer, like it was literally like blood all around his like eye lit itself. I was like, oh, okay. And then, um, like, they're up, they're down. I did notice a lot of the high-flying moves or really over-the-top kind of stuff. They kept it more or less grounded, I found, for this match. Yeah, they had some stuff, though. Like, uh, I finally saw that, that spot you were talking about, that springboard moonsault. 
that Tony does while yes. Buddy's hanging Halfway from the, the rope. Yeah, that looked awesome. Yeah. But uh, you forgot to mention the the ad that played yeah. well, <laughs> during I, the match. That, that was so my, I thought you were going. Yeah, that was my giant to fuck because then it's kind of like they, they're going. The match is only a couple minutes in at this point. Like they're still kind of feeling each other out. It's like they're getting ready to like lock. And the small screen. And then they get the small screen. And it's the same thing as like watching SmackDown. I was like, this is my nightmare. Like, why am I back here? <laughs> but then it's WWE showing their own promo for the, the the women's championship. And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, we're going to see that later. But if we're, watching the, if we're watching this, we're already on the network. We're we're in. Like. Uh, yeah, like I'm here. Like I'm, I'm invested. Like you don't need to interrupt this. I, I thought it was really weird too, actually. What else do I got going? They, uh, I got Buddy hitting a TKO into a knee on Nice. Yep. That looked wicked. And then Mur- uh, Murphy's Law. No, sorry, just before that, the inverter Rana. Nice hits on yes. hits on Murphy. Looked awesome. I, yeah, and it, it's great too because these guys are such they're big dudes, big dudes, and it's like I, I love how they they set their stuff up because it's almost like what we talked about. Go check out the last podcast with um. Uh, Pete Dunne where he does like his weird finger breaks and his bruiser stuff to set up a move both of these guys have the same style where it's like a quick knee strike or um, like a huge boot to slow the guy down just to offset him before they set up for the next move and so it's always like you know like lock the guy up knee strike go for a suplex he goes to do something else go for the big kick like they they really set things up that way for me the move of the match though V Right before you, you mentioned the Murphy's Law, was when so Nice is going for the running Nice and yeah. Buddy rolls to the outside, and then Nice charges the ropes and hits this almost corkscrew backflip. It almost looked like a, a high jump kind of like thing over the bar. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. It looked amazing, and and like for such a big guy, he hit it perfectly. He landed right where he was supposed yeah. to. It looked great. It just again it surprises me because I don't expect this kind of offense from Tony Nice. Yeah. And 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 he's one of like like both of these guys. We didn't really didn't see it from Buddy tonight. Like niece, it's I don't know. It's like I think this is all the showcase of Tony. Like Buddy was very giving. Yeah. In that regard. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and yeah, it was just like you said. It was like like he was literally trying to do the high jump, flips himself right out, like hit it dead on, right? Yeah. But Buddy does get the Murphy's Law, but niece kicks out. No, he gets sorry. He gets his foot, gets on, the his foot on the rope. And then Murphy takes off his knee pad, and he's mockingly going to go for the running niece. But he gets caught by Tony, who German suplexes him yep. into the corner. And then he hits the running niece. And Tony Nice becomes the new cruiserweight champion. Yep. V, I know that was your prediction. I was surprised, man. I really thought Buddy was going to pull it out. Yeah. And, you know, going into this and seeing, again, the way Tony was acting. Because he was really out of his normal character and element. Again, I've only been watching 205 since January. But from the character that I've seen from Tony Nice, it seemed... It seemed very out of it. Cause he's, he's very just, calm, kind of reserved. Yeah, and, and this he's just full out. This is my WrestleMania moment. This is mine. And you're like, okay, bud. Like, oh, man, it's, just, it's excited, man. It's his yeah, big day. I don't know. Maybe wave. If you told I, me a year ago he was going to be the one in the Cruiserweight match for uh, the year later, I would have been like, what? Yeah. But, so congratulations, Tony. You know, you did it. Let's see, what, let's see where you go from here. Yeah, so I, I like, um, I don't know which announcer said it, but they said, and here we go, the premiere error has started in 205 live all right because he's the premier athlete premier athlete yep there you go and that leads us into our next match the women's battle royal yes before we get into this i just want to bring up um what do you think about both battle royals being in the pre-show 
I'm perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Yeah. I would have liked one of them on the main card. Yeah. Uh, I, it's it's not meaningful at all. No, and they they really. That's on the, WWE. The, the women's though. the women's I found the women's much better than the men's. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I did find more high spots, but I think also because there's there's less women in there maybe, so and there's more quality. Oh, and I think with the women's, it's actually gonna maybe build to something. It's gonna build to some new feuds. It's gonna build to some new runs at the belts, which hopefully we can see. Whereas the men's, I don't know. Like, what do you do with any of that? <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Yeah. So the women's battle royal. And the first thing I noticed, V, Lillian Garcia is there to yeah. announce the end. I was like, Hey, Lillian, we haven't seen you in like forever. Oh, man, she's great. She still looks good. Fantastic. And uh, so the match starts off. The women are going at it, and the first woman eliminated V. Well, Oh, I thought it was weird. Okay, so the women walked down. Okay. Um, Is it that they didn't all get entrances? It was weird that they just kind of. Okay, so Naomi and Asuka got their entrances. Yes. And I, I, Asuka, I mean, okay, sure, she's heavy favorite to win. I know. Continue. But like, I was kind of like, okay, Naomi got one too. Weird. You want to know why? Because she won last year's battle royal. They're trying to make it seem like it's a big deal. Okay, that's that cool. She they, I think they should have announced it that way then. The, I think they the, – the, oh, like the, like on the uh, – On the mics. Get on the mics. Uh, the broadcasters referenced it though. Oh, okay. Maybe I wasn't paying attention. Well, I probably <laughs> wasn't paying attention because at that point we had all these amazing, gorgeous, talented women wrestlers <laughs> out there. Um, Mickey James showed up. Uh, we uh, got Mickey. We got, we got some of our NXT gals. No NXT UK though. We didn't get Tony. I only – there was more than one. I only saw one in the entire match. I saw Can- uh, Candice, uh, Nikki Cross. Oh, she got eliminated there. earlier. I didn't mention that. Well, isn't Nikki on the main roster now? I don't know. <laughs> it's not doing too well. No. Um. And then uh, Maria was there. Well, thank you for saying that. You just stole my thunder, bro. Well, I don't. I don't want to. Because I, I wanted to acknowledge that okay. she's there because she's beautiful. I mean, she's Mike Canellis' wife, and we totally support Mike Canellis on this yes, podcast. Yes, we do. We sponsor. <laughs> We do. So yeah, they they square off and and yeah, things get going fast. And yeah, and the funny thing is when you bring up Maria, so I'm watching the you know they got the the long view right because they got all the women yeah. in the ring, and I see Nikki Cross scaring the crap out of this woman with the big red hair, and I'm like, who the hell is this? Yeah. And then I realize it's to the greatest, greatest love I've ever known. I'm like, it's Maria Canellis. I actually yeah. sung it while I was writing it down. <laughs> and then it was, oh, Maria's been tossed out. And I'm yeah. like, oh, it, uh, it, it was first fast. woman out. It was so fast. I was kind of like, man. But then, like, no sooner does Maria get eliminated, that Candice LeRae gets eliminated. Yeah, like, like, I didn't even see her in it. I literally just heard Candice LeRae's been eliminated. I'm like, oh, Candice is out there? Oh, shit. Yeah, it, it was so quick. And then um, I, I got the actual elimination list. I don't know if you wrote it down. Oh, no. I just wrote down, like, key... Okay, so I'll, I'll go in and you stop me if you got a good point. Oh, okay. So, yeah, we got Maria, Candice. Uh, Nikki Cross goes out just after that. Uh, then I noticed, I was like, oh, Lana's dressed up as Wonder Woman. That's so cute. I was wondering who that was. I saw the long view. I thought it was, I thought that might have been Lacey. I thought it might have been Lacey, too. But it was Lana, and I was like, good on you. Okay. Um, then Naomi gets put out. And that surprised me, V, that she got put out early. And then I realized, hey, Ember Moon's back. That's awesome. Yeah, because just after that. Ember Moon hits her twisting stunner off the top rope, lands it on Mandy. Yes, what what do they call that? The Crescent Moon or Crescent Moon? Yeah. And I was just, and I was like, I wish I had a beer to open, but I'll just kind of cheers the mic. 
And um, that was definitely the stunner of the night. Um, but then as soon as she kind of gets that, uh, she gets eliminated from by all people by Lana. Yeah, and the booze. There was booze to that. Yeah. And what made me laugh is this is when I realized Kyrie Sane's in the match because Lana's like, yeah, and Kyrie Sane just walks up and just chops the shit out of her. And and it's it's not even like I don't know. I guess Kyrie is smaller. It's not even just like she's getting kind of the upper chest. Like she's full on just smacking the crap out of her tits. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm like, oh my god, that's got to sting. So then, um, then the Riot Squad jumps in there. They gang up on Lana, and she gets eliminated. Then they turn around and gang up on Kyrie. She gets eliminated. And I just want to point out, like, they're dominating. But specifically, Sarah Logan's looking really good in this match. Like, yes. they're making her look like a threat. So, and, and that's where I, okay, actually, you know what? I can't even give, I got to take my stunner of the night back. Because, um, I don't even know who they hit it on. But Liv and Sarah do an alley-oop stunner. Oh, nice. Yes, I think we've seen them do that at the yeah. chamber before. And, and, it, and I was like, God live like I pine, I burn, but then she just it was it was like textbook. It was so you pine, good. you perish. Yeah, I pine, I perish. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so then Riot team um they turn around and they start teaming up on uh, Dana. And what's interesting about this is you catch this V. There was a Dana chant. The, the crowd, crowd was cheering the for Dana. Crowd went nuts for Dana, and she fought back and she got in there. Uh, she eliminated Ruby. And then Liz, I was like, oh. And I went, sorry, V. I wrote it down. I'm like, oh, poor Liv. Yeah. <laughs> but then, yeah, and the crowd is, they're right behind Dana right now. Like, they're like, yeah. So then uh, Mandy and uh, Sonia being the team, they get in there. They eliminate uh, Zelina Vega. Yes. And then Mandy, uh, they team up, and then Mandy ends up getting the elimination on Dana, and the crowd did not like that. Yeah, interesting. Dana all of a sudden getting the crowd it's something about. I, I, I guess I guess being held speech, down. I guess that speech got to everybody. Right? So that'd be awesome. We get to see a push for her. I, I hope so. Uh, so then Mickey's in there. She takes out Mandy. Yeah, um, that surprised me. I figured Mandy was gonna last a little longer. Yeah, and then Sonya jumps in there and she gets revenge and gets Mickey out. And we're down to three. And then we're down to the final three. Um, so it's Sonya, Sarah, and Asuka. Yep. Uh, Sonya gets put out pretty quick. And, and immediately, Sarah just jumps on Oscar, right? Yep. And Sarah gets the elimination on Oscar. And, um, and you think, that's, you think that she's won it. And you know what? I thought that's where they're going in this match. Yeah. Like she looks very dominant. And it's, that's the thing. Is like, again, um, Riot Squad is a great team. Hopefully, they don't split. But this is really showing that both Ruby and Sarah I think this can is, really hold their own in singles. I think that's what it's going to lead to, V. I think it's going to be like... Ruby's gonna start to get jealous of Sarah, and then it's gonna be it's gonna lead to Sarah just taking both of them out or something, yeah. and becoming a face or something maybe. Yeah, it's really hard to say. But then, um, so yeah, you think Sarah's got it? She's getting pumped, and uh, somebody slips into the back of the ring. We forgot about Carmella. Forgot about Carmella. Must have got knocked out of the ring earlier. Well, I, and I, I remember seeing her earlier in the match because I was kind of like, oh, she made her hair darker. Like, it looks so good. It, it does. Oh. Look, it, it does look really good on her, and um. Yeah, they actually tussle a bit. Carmella holds her own, lands a huge super kick on Sarah, knocks her out of the ring for the win. And there you have it. And it it almost feels like another year in a row that someone you'd never would have expected to win it has won the Women's Battle Royal. Yeah. And nothing really came of it for Naomi. It's probably going to be the same for Carmella, to be honest. It's probably just more a title of anything. Yeah. Just something that she can brag about. But uh, my, yeah, my brown hair beauty won, and I was I was very happy. <laughs> So I was I was kind of jumping ahead then. 
Um, but I noticed that Shawn Michaels came out for the uh, panel and David Otunga. <laughs> David Otunga's in this nice suit. They even go, hey, the most well-dressed man on the commentary panel, David Otunga. And then it goes to Shawn Michaels is in NXT cap, but he's wearing a tie. He fit on a tie. <laughs> he's got a t-shirt, uh, like a leather vest going, and then, but he's got a nice black tie then on. Oh, Shawn, he's always been a fashion icon, you know. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. But then, uh, yeah, so we switch over and we get the Raw Tag Match, Revival versus Ryder and Hawkins. Who they ex- um, This wasn't on our predictions because it was announced after we did our uh, Raw Down review. Right. We just said it was speculation at yeah. that point. Yeah. Apparently, they challenged them backstage and they were like, <laughs> you guys are idiots. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, yeah, here we go. So, Kurt Hawkins makes his way out and all I'm thinking via his men, like, how happy has this guy got to be? This guy's been just... Probably the lowest of the totem pole for the what, past two years. What's his loss streak at? I don't even – 200 and something probably. I, I think they say – I didn't write it down. but um, So he comes out. He's got his New York um, Jets. Oh, that's what the colors were. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Ryder comes down after, and um, they announced that both these are actually New York boys. Yep. Uh, they started in the business together, and what a moment it must be for them to fight for the tag titles. Like, yeah, and I, I, like Ryder's celebrating. He just got engaged. Yes, yes, yep. he did. That's right. And so I got Dawson just toying with Hawkins, right? And not taking him seriously at the start of the match. Like, gets got him in the corner and gives him, like, the whole, that little peppy slap mm-hmm. in the face. Like, <laughs> you little rascal. And uh, the revival's in control of Ryder. And they hit Demolition's finisher. Did you, did you notice that? Yeah. I was like, that's, that's a nice throwback. And uh, Ryder is getting worked on until he hits a. Uh, Reverses a double suplex into a double neckbreaker. Yes, that looked cool. Right? And as he's going for the tag, Dawson breaks it up by knocks by knocking Hawkins off the apron. And the rival's trash-talking this match. Did you hear any of this trash-talking? It's fantastic. Yeah. Like, he's like, sit on the apron and lose like you always do. Yeah, and I'm lose like, like oh, oh, yeah. Just, they, they were great. Like, like cutting promos in the match reminded me of a, a young Harlem Heat. It was great. <laughs> A white Harlem Heat. <laughs> so after this is where things start to get really good. Hawkins almost pins, pins Dawson, but Dash pulls him to the outside. And then Dash hits a tornado DDT on Ryder. Yep. And as soon as he gets up, he gets speared by Hawkins. And then Dawson hits Hawkins with a brain buster on the floor. Yes. Oh, that and looked it, awesome. And, it, and he just goes limp. You're, You're like, like, is he dead? Yeah. And, and they're kind of like, um, um, rolls him back in the ring. And Dawson's just like, he's being cocky, yeah, kind of looking he, at this fallen body. Yeah. Like Hawkins fell off the jetway again. He's like, it's like, it's like, it's like <laughs> arm, arm twisted back. The, the ref's like, you okay, man? Like, he's checking out. <laughs> and turns out he's playing possum. Play possum. Dawson picks him up and he, Hawkins baits him, hooks him in a roll up. And Hawkins ends his losing streak. To win the tag champions. With Ryder. And, the positives, a great moment for these two guys who have had a really tough career. Yep. Buddies in real life. What a moment on WrestleMania to win the tag titles. In New York, in your hometown. Right. The negative, it's at the expense of the Revival. The Revival. Who is a tag team who I think has a real potential to build on, to be built off of. And they're just they're not fucking it up. using them right. Yeah. It's it's a real shame. But I, And I, I predicted it. I mean, didn't predict it on our podcast. But as soon as that match was announced, I'm like... You know the losing streak's going to end at WrestleMania. It's going to be a moment. It's going to be a moment. And the Revival's just going to dust in the wind. 
dust in the wind. <sighs> so yeah, the, my biggest thing is like um, it's just like you said, these guys are unlimited, unlimited talented, and it's just they they're not using them, and it's like two guys every time they go out there. It was a great show. Even right? this, even this one, it's like I don't even know if it's the first time they faced these guys. Looked great. Yeah, they, they they pulled a great match. Pulled a great match out of nothing, and then it's like, well, you did a great match, guys. You got to give up your belt. Yeah, and even when they had the belt, it didn't even feel like they were like they weren't a ever, deal. They weren't defending. They weren't doing anything. It was and they were well, losing all the time. Yeah, every other week it was Ricochet and Black, and that's thing. It's like, okay, well, this week's a non-title match. Oh, now you've lost again. Yeah. Oh, it's just a shame. Yeah. So then we get over to the uh, the bread and butter, the Andre Memorial Battle Royal. Yeah, and it's at this point, V, that I went over to my my lady's place to watch this, and all these guys are in the ring, and she's like, "What a cast of characters! <laughs> a bunch of weirdos! Look at this guy!" She, I think she saw the revival for not the revival. Um, Heavy Machinery. No. Um, Ascension. Ascension. Yes. I don't know why I keep thinking that. <laughs> Because we never see them. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, they're gonna, those I did, guys, I they don't matter. I didn't know who they were until they were eliminated. <laughs> and I'm gonna, uh, I will say that outright. Well, I, I, you haven't even been watching Raw, so that you don't even see like them in like that that weird obscure two hour and forty five minute wrestling match where it's <laughs> the jobbers come out. But so and you know Strowman comes out and Colin and Michael, especially the camera pans right to them as they're like looking like. Oh, okay. Well, well, let's go with the answer. So we get uh, Colin Josh and Michael Shea. They come out. Colin, gonna say what he's gonna wear. Yeah, yeah. So Shea is literally wearing the headgear, and you know what? He is selling the look of being absolutely terrified. Fucking perfect. It's probably not hard. That's probably not a stretch, V. No, and that's the thing because it's probably kind of like they probably learn like basic tumble stuff, but then it's kind of like okay, now go get in the ring with thirty dudes. Uh, What the fuck? So they get down there. Would you mention what Colin's wearing though? (laughs) <laughs> he's in a Cleveland Browns Odell Beckham jersey Odell Beckham, yeah. just gone from New York man this guy's going for well, heel heat and and they, they both got custom tights made up Shay's wearing tights with both of their faces on it <laughs> and Colin's wearing tights with Braun Strowman with like the circle oh yeah, like, yeah the, the <clears throat> anti-Strowman yeah. yeah wow yeah for a guy who's supposed to be like promoting like oh we, let's be passive you don't need to fight violence isn't a way to solve this it's like come on <laughs> so uh, they come out next up we get the Hardy Boys get an entrance Okay. And I was like, cool. That's pretty cool to see. And then we get another commercial break. <laughs> and then it's like, um, like skip the dish and order from so-and-so. And I'm like, fuck the off. The code word is WrestleMania. Yeah, code word is WrestleMania. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, code word, shut the fuck up and show me some wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting so mad because I'm like, this is this is your show. Why do you need advertisements in your show? Oh, my, my face hurts. So, yeah. So, then Strowman comes out. And it's the the camera work is perfect. Cause yeah, because it is it the, centers the, right in on them. Yeah, the camera's looking through the ring, and so you and they're s- in the back like, oh, he's coming, oh, yeah. he's coming. You see, um, a a huge dude who I learned later was Luke Harper. You see, a former Wyatt family guy. Yeah, you see Ascension with their face paint. You see some like um, gallows. You see some huge dudes standing in front of him, and like Colin's just like stoic, stone faced. Like you, you don't even know what he's thinking. Shay, uh, probably. No, there's, you know what he's thinking. They're like, oh fuck. Shay's probably dropped like the third crap in his pants because he's literally like looking back and forth, like, what the fuck are we doing here? <coughs> so Strowman gets in and they immediately jump out and hide under the ring. Yeah. <laughs> 
And Strowman's just killing everyone, man. He's just throwing out everybody here. Uh, did you actually go into detail? Okay. Okay. Oh, so I tried, <laughs> I tried to get the list again. Oh, man. I did not go into this detail. I, I, don't, I don't go into detail because, unfortunately, I did not know any of these guys. <laughs> they were saying the names so fast. I'm going to say – I'm going to literally read what I heard, and then uh, we'll see if Darcy can decipher whatever the fuck that means. <laughs> oh, jeez. So first one out is Insane Arata. Who? Lindsay Duran? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Great start. Lucha House Party, man. Lucha you know, House you party. watch 205 Live? I, I, I know, but I only... Uh, uh, <laughs> Say it again. Insane Arata? Lindsay Duran. Insane Arata. Kalisto is the only one they're giving matches to right now. It's so true. So then another guy goes out, and it's like, who is that? And they literally said, I don't know, a B team. Oh, so is it Axel or was it um, Bo Dallas? <laughs> uh, it must have been Axel from B-Team, okay? Because then next up, uh, Tyler Breeze gets out. Yeah. Then EC3, who's tearing up the charts, gets <laughs> What a surprise. I'm amazed he wasn't the first guy out for you. I'm not lying. <laughs> and, yeah. and then Shelton Benjamin gets put out. And oh. then... Man, so early for yeah. an athlete. It's, That's it's, a shit. That's It's shitty. too bad because he, he is a very talented guy. Um, and then I wrote Blow Dallas. So that's, that's Bo Dallas. Okay. Blow Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm, I'm like, I heard that wrong, but I'm writing it down. <laughs> so then Strowman's going in there, and then they say, like, uh, Luke Harper was apparently his mentor and fellow. Wyatt family member, yeah. Wyatt family and member. It was good to see Harper back out there again. Yep. And then, so we lose Heath Slater. The one-man band. The one-man band, and apparently he has been in every Andre Battle Royale. <laughs> Not surprising. Yeah, and eliminated, apparently. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's never won one though yeah uh titus o'neill goes out and right. I just... wait titus goes out yep oh man you know what i think i confused titus with apollo cruz later on in the match yes you probably did racist <laughs> i didn't get a good look at him when i was writing the notes yeah so yeah he, uh, he got out really early and That's then hilarious. Um, at that point it starts slowing down a little bit and i was kind of like oh hey ali's in the match i forgot ali's in the match man i was rooting for him during that match ali got out no jose um, Carl Anderson went out after that. Um, Rhino went out after that. Then I was like, wait, Rhino was in this match? We got <laughs> Rhino back? Rhino's been in there all along, man. What the fuck? <laughs> Rhino needs his push again, honestly. He's, he's been back for like two or three years. He was Slater's partner. Get, get rid of Slater and team him up with somebody else. Get Rhino back in. <laughs> uh, so then we lose Bobby Roode, uh, Grand Metalik. Oh, you got his name right. Okay. Well, yeah, because I, I, he's got a cool outfit. I like him. And not and saying Pacrata. Lindsay Dorado? Insane Picante? Insane Picante. Um, some Kalista goes out shortly after him. Then we lose Gable. Um, and tell- that, that was a lot of guys by Andrade. Andrade had a really good run. Um, now tell me you got the uh, awesome Ali elimination. Uh, yes. Holy yeah, we shit. Haven't got, we haven't gotten there yet. Yeah. Oh, man. So Andrade got some good eliminations. Like he was, he went on a little bit of a roll. So we're like, okay, cool. Um, He's one of my odds on to win it. Ascension goes out together. <laughs> um, Gallows goes out. Um, Heavy Machinery both get eliminated by a really crazy lariat. Lariat by um, Strowman. Oh, it took them both at the same time. Yeah. Oh the, damn. Ascension went out together as well. Like it was like tag teams go together. Yeah, it's like, like you yeah. guys go out together. Um, that's how they, that's how they would want to go, V. Yeah. So Mahal <laughs> goes out. Um, at this point. Um, oh no! What was his name again? Luke Harper. Luke Harper 
and Ali were tussling. This is where, oh man, this is the move of the match yeah. for me. This is fucking scary. They, they were they were going back and forth. It was looking really good. And Luke Harper's a, like he's a skinny guy, but he's a tall. Oh, he's guy. tall, like, yeah. He's a very tall guy, like Strowman too. He gets Ali. He's outside. He's on the he, apron, yeah. He's on the apron, trying to suplex him. He grabs Ali, and it manages to kind of start to get him up for a suplex. And then Braun just walks up and boots him right in the sternum, and, and they just go flying out together. To the outside, and I'm thinking, I'm like. I had my headphones in, right? While I was watching this, so I didn't want to disturb my girlfriend's movie. So all she hears is, "Oh, oh, oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, it, it was it was the best, like you said, best elimination. It was crazy. It looked. I was like, I, I was just like thinking, like he's gonna lose control. He's gonna lose control. Oh god. Yeah. But he, it was a hell of a landing. Oh. oh. And then so then uh, Andrade accidentally eliminates himself oh, as he I, took out Apollo. Creed. I see. I, this is where I thought it was tightest because I looked away for a second to go take a bite of my pizza. And Andrade's eliminated himself. And I went, you idiot, I picked you. This makes me look bad. And that's the thing. It was, it was one of those things like he was having a decent run. I was like, okay, not bad guy. Not bad. And then, uh, yeah, he ended no, up did taking Did you do a hair Corona or something? Yeah. Oh, Andrade. Yeah. What are you thinking, man? Looks so, like a total idiot now. Yeah. So then at that point, it's literally Strowman and the Hardys back in the ring. Yeah. Um, they're going, they end up slipping to the apron as they're trying to pull, uh, Strowman out. And then Colin and Michael yeah. slip out and the fans is immediately like, no, 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 yeah, no fucking. And I, man, I was worried they, they get in there. Uh, what, that, that would just ruin that match. Yeah. And they get in there and they each grab a leg of Strowman and Strowman kicks both of them off and he shoves both Hardys out yep. and he does the slow turn as both Colin and Michael realize they are left alone. With Braun Strowman. Yes. So, then we have some just absolute absurdity. So, <laughs> they they back up. Colin asks for a mic. And this gets the crowd booing even worse. Yeah. And he's kind of like, dude, like, you know, violence doesn't always have to be the answer. Like, we wanted to talk to you. We wanted to talk this out. And then some dude just steps in the ring. Some his jobber. Th- his therapist. Yeah. Oh, well, it's a jobber. Well, dude. Remember when we talked about Tommaso Ciampa being the uh, lawyer from 10 years ago? This guy is going to be in 10 years... Setting NXT ablaze. You watch. <laughs> well, whatever. For now, for now, he's a stupid therapist. And he's like, I want you to talk to my therapist. I have invited him here. And so the, the dude goes up and he's like, you, can, you can't really hear what he's saying. But he's like, you know, you got to let these negative feelings out. And I want you to breathe in. And let it out. And then Strowman just murders him. Yeah, he just kills this poor just, therapist. Just murders him. And, and Colin and Michael are just standing there. They're, they're just standing there watching it. And then he picks up this guy's body and throws it back at Colin. <sighs> <sighs> then he looks at Michael, who's, ter- who's taking his fifth shit now. Yeah. Probably. It's like Colin turns to Michael and is like, get him. You get him. <laughs> and then Michael's like, what? And Michael tries to jump out of the ring. So he tries to jump out of the ring. Strowman catches him when he goes to the apron. <laughs> and literally just slaps him in the face. <laughs> like Just slaps everything out of this guy's mouth. And he goes spinning off and out of the ring. And it's down to Colin and Braun. <laughs> so, um, they go. He kind of tosses them around. He goes for the big boot and misses and ends up getting tied up on the yeah, ropes. Yeah, and then did your eyes like bulge? You're like, no, no, because no. the first time was a tease, and I'm like, no, is he gonna do it now? Yeah. Colin gets the leg, and he almost gets. Yeah, him out. like crowd's even going. You can hear the crowd. No, no, yeah. no. <laughs> so he, he fights his way. He gets back in. Larry just grabs Colin, picks him up. And it just ha- happens to be like a handy group of wrestlers down there. <laughs> of course. So he fires Colin out over onto the crowd. They catch him. He kind of rolls out. Feet touch the ground. And Strowman wins. 
And did you like the pose he does afterwards behind the trophy? He looks like a badass, man. Yeah. And that's the thing, like, like they said, when he came out for this card, like, you could tell, like, he was working hard. Like, his arms. Man, looked, he looked really built. His arms looked extra big. I was like, shit. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe he will finally get another run. Well, I'm surprised they went with him because he was the odds on favorite to win it. And usually they don't seem to go with the odds on yeah. guy. So it was nice to see him get that push. And, uh, and I'm just glad that they didn't give Colin the win. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? So that's kind of fun. I mean, like, Shea got to see some stuff. He got slapped, unfortunately. And, <laughs> and then, he wasn't even the bad one. I know. And I was thinking, and then Colin got to go for a nice ride and had a bunch of, like, feathery dudes catch him. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, we get off and we're on to the main card. Yes. And what a way to kick off the show than with our host, Alexa Bliss. Mm-hmm. And she comes out on the stage. You're not going to go America the Beautiful? Oh, I didn't listen to that. Okay, it's some uh, Super Grammy Award winner, bunch of stuff, Yolanda Adams. Okay. Don't bet, know her. Bet your wife knows her. Yeah, I should have asked. I, I, I was, I was, <laughs> I'm kind of like, they're like, she won all these awards. I'm like, oh, who did they get? Yolanda Adams. I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> she shouldn't, she's a YouTube sensation, V. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's Afghanistan animation, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Alexa comes out and she says that, uh, you know, if there's a WrestleMania moment to be had, she can make it happen with the snap of her fingers. Mm-hmm. And then she snaps her fingers, and real American dun, just dun, flares dun, over the speakers. Dun, 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 dun. And Hulk Hogan comes out. And I would say to a mixed reaction, V. Still probably lingering from those uh, that controversy. I think so. But overall, man, it was like... I, I think people got behind it because they got behind the character, not the man. Yeah, well, it just feel it's he's home. It's WrestleMania. It's, it's WrestleMania. It just, it just goes together. Hulk Hogan and WrestleMania. It's WrestleMania in the silver brother dome. in the. Uh. Oh yeah, as a throwback to WrestleMania 30 when he accidentally called it the uh, the silver dome and did it again. And the crowd went oh. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was the thing. They kind of got behind him, so it was like, um, they they got behind the character, not the man. I found. Okay. I, I, that's what I thought, anyways. And he does his his spiel, does a quick little promo, and then all of a sudden. Paul Heyman saunters out there. Yeah. I, I got to say before the promo, though, because, yeah. like, um, Alexa's so giddy. You, you could tell how much she was a Hulkamania. And she, the they're doing the poses. That yeah. must have been really cool like, for at, her. At first, he comes out. He starts cutting, and she's grinning ear to ear. She's like, of course. I, I got Hogan. I got, they get, they, and and they, do the, yeah, they do the poses together. She's like, they're like, look at her pythons. And it's like she's wearing a long sleeve shirt. The greatest I've ever seen for someone marking out for Hogan was 2002. Edge is going to team with him on SmackDown. And Edge comes into his locker room. If you've never seen this video of me, he's like, hey, Hulk, I want to talk about our match. And he's not there, but all Hulk's gear's there. And Edge took this little look around, puts the bow on, the bandana on. <laughs> and he starts cutting this, like, you know, Hogan promo. It does a good job. And Hogan sneaks up behind him, right? And he's like, oh, hey, Hulk, I just, um, <clears throat> oh, this this is your boa. Uh, I, was just, I just came to talk about our match. And then Hogan goes, first of all, Edge, how could you say that? And he goes, because it wasn't this. It was four towers, brother. And he starts going into his promo. And Edges has got, like, a grin, like, the size of, like, his smiles up at his, like, forehead. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. <laughs> that, that was the thing, man. Like, Edge saw Hogan when he was a kid. Yeah. And that's what put Edge into wrestling. Right? So, yeah, you could, you could tell Alexa was probably really enjoying that. Oh, like. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, so then Heyman comes storming down. I and, thought he was going to, like, trip himself and start rolling. Man, I was bummed because this is the match I was most vested in. Hey, uh, Lesnar versus Rollins, and I'm like, yeah. already? <laughs> but well, and this is what I don't understand, because like, okay, so when he comes out and the way he first starts talking, because he's like, he's like, 
he's pissed because he he's like, if we're not wa- going on last, yeah, it's it sounded like he wanted the the match last, yeah, like so, he was going to throw a hissy fit and then try and get the women. Bumped. Honestly, I thought that was gonna be for that split second. I thought it was gonna be a a show long tease that they were gonna get the women booted out of the main event if like Lesnar threatens to walk yeah. or something. But I I don't know if he just didn't say it right because then he's kind of like he's like because we gotta hop on a jet. We're no, going no, to Vegas. No, no. I, I think the way he worded it was, if we're not going to go on last, we're going to get this over with now. We're going to get on a jet and get out of this stinking town to booze, right? Yeah. So and go to Vegas where he is appreciated. <laughs> oh, I like that. I didn't even catch that. Yeah. You mentioned that with the whole UFC. That's yep. good. That's a good uh, good line. And uh, Lesnar comes out, and then Brock Lesnar's logo appears on the giant Titantron. And all of a sudden, a sword comes down right through the logo, splitting it in half. A flaming sword. And then Beast Slayer is written in flames across the Titantron. And then you get the... Dun, 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 dun. Burn it! Yeah. And the, the crowd was... You, I thought a mosh was going to break out. Oh, man, yeah. And Rollins comes out. And I'm thinking, okay, here we go. The match I'm most... Yeah, another beer, please. I'm most vested in. And, man, was I nervous right off the bat because... You know, they start fighting on the outside, and Brock hits uh, a F5 right out of the gate on the floor. Well, yeah, because uh, he didn't that, – that was the big thing. They didn't uh, – Rollins couldn't even get in the ring. He was climbing up to the ring. Brock hits the cheap shot and then just full-on attacks him. And they're like, the bell hasn't even rung yet. Like, the match technically hasn't started, so it's not like Brock could get disqualified. Exactly. And he hits the F5 on the floor. And he's just throwing around like a rag doll into the ri- like the the ring area. Throws him over the table. Then he th- what was cool is why he takes the top the top cover off the table, sets it up against the yeah. ring, and then just hip tosses him through this like this thing. And like it messed up his back. It left a nice mark. Like yeah. he had like a uh, his back was like purple. And he's at first I thought he was just doing really good selling because he's like moaning on the ground. And he's probably like ah yeah it ah! I thought it was and. You know, Brock gets him in the ring and just starts German suplexing him. It seems like a typical Lesnar match. Suplex City, bitch! Yeah. And then he goes for the F5. And Seth slides off his back, shoves him into the ref, and as the ref goes down, Rollins drops to his knees and hits the low blow. Okay, but like, So at this point, the bell actually... Ran. Yeah, now the bell has rung. Yeah, when, when, when Brock put him to that um, the tabletop, and I'm going to say... I guess the German announced table is the new Spanish announced table. Yes. Because it gets worse. <laughs> he puts him through that. He tosses in the ring. And then we get the bell ring. Yes. And then, yeah, he goes right for the F5. Rollins slips out and gives him a shove, which kind of knocks the ref. And the ref ends up like kind of half falling, half sliding out of the ring. And then we get the low blow. The low blow. And I loved it, man, because, yeah, so he's down as a, as a throwback to Monday, right? And then he hits... The stomp. And then he hits. Well, Lesnar gets up pretty quick. Yeah. And then he hits another stomp. Yep. And do, he's setting up. And again, Lesnar dazed, but he's getting up. And is he set, Rollins setting up in the corner for a third stomp? I'm thinking, oh, don't go to the well too many times. Don't go to the well too many. I thought he was going to counter it. He runs. Nope. Hits a third stomp. That's the stomp. And he covers him. One, two, three. And officially, because the match started, uh, you know, after he finally threw him in the ring, at two minutes and thirty seconds, yep. V. Seth Rollins, the clouds opened up, and Seth Rollins defeated <laughs> Brock 
Actually, I had a headphone in while I was listening to this. I scared the shit out of my girlfriend because my arms went flailing. <laughs> I, you would have thought a five-year-old boy was jumping around. And she's like, what? What? And I'm like, he lost. He finally yeah. fucking lost the title. <laughs> and and, and it, that was, I think, okay, like my final note on this match was like, that was a dumb match. But I'm really happy Seth won. And I think that was the entire point. I, I think it's, it's the shock value of that it, it ended it's, so it's, fast. It's the shock value, and at, at the same time, it's literally that, like, the monotonous point, it's like, we're done with Brock, it's it's time to move on. Ah. And, and it was just kind of, and even, like, because Seth kind of says that when he's getting to the end of it, when he does, like, the low blows and that, it's like, he's just going to get it done. Well, and, here's, is this the end of it, though? Because this could definitely lead to a rematch with the low blow. Definitely could lead to a rematch, which is totally but, fine, because now, the at least, you know what, the belt's off him. Yeah, but one more final note. I didn't even catch this until I, because I was, I was, you know, jumping around. I'm happy, and then I sit and I watch the replay, and the camera view is perfect. Paul Heyman's in the perfect spot. He's right behind Rollins and Lesnar when he's getting pinned, and his eyes are bulging. And as soon as the three hits, his eyes even go <laughs> more bulging. Like, what? He just can't believe what he has just seen. It's, After- like, it's like the bad guy from uh, was it Who Framed Roger Rabbit? And you find out he's actually a tune all along. Ah, there you go. Christopher Lloyd. Yep. And so, yeah, that's it. We have a new champion. Yes, my boy. I'm already like, nothing more I need on this card right now. But uh, I was wondering why it went on first. And my whole theory, and was probably right, they wanted to spread out that match, the Kofi match, and the Becky match. Yep. So they split them up evenly so you wouldn't get all that those moments. Because they all kind of have similar stories, right? The, the guys who are girl. Yeah. Who have been held down. Underdog coming back. Right? So they figured split them up, give them each time to breathe. I liked it. I liked that. Yeah, I want to say when, um, I'm not going to spoil, when um, the Kofi and Daniel Bryan match ended, I was literally, I think, like halfway in the card. Mm-hmm. Like, if you look at the timestamps, it's... No, it literally isn't the, like, the, the yeah. little halfway match probably. So in like, the... I think you were totally dead on there. Yeah. So that finished off that. And so, yeah, we got a new champ with Seth Rollins. So that's awesome. Congrats to him. Yes. Fucking A. And then... Um, Full-time champion. Yeah. And then next I'm not up, crying. You're crying. We get uh, AJ Styles versus some guy. Some guy. Yeah, yeah. 13-time world champion. Who is he? I've never heard of him. Randy Orton. Randy. God damn it. <laughs> and, yeah, I just got here... Uh, if you mind... If you, no, can, take can it. I take this match? Yeah, yeah, take it. I'll jump in when I can. Awesome. So, right off the bat, uh, they actually mentioned this in a, like a blog or something. Someone talking about this match, and he was saying, the drop kicks alone of these guys would be amazing. And... They do have picture perfect drop kicks. Yeah, they hit each hit one at the start of the match, and I've always thought Orton's drop kick was amazing. Uh, Styles too. So just off the bat, mm-hmm. is is it is it bad that I'm marking out for a drop kick? <laughs> no, I, and so, like you said, right? All of it's like they get that nice perfect angle. Yeah, they, they they just have it down. If anyone has to learn a drop kick, watch those two. Yeah, well, AJ, it's like I don't know. It's like he really tries to well all his air stuff, right? Oh yeah, forearm all it that. It seems stuff. like he's very detailed, yeah. meticulous. And so you're going to take this. AJ hits a flying forearm to Orton on the floor. And uh, later on, Styles has a uh, – Orton has going for the Hangman DDT. Yep. With Styles counters into the calf crusher. That was And that was a hell of a roll because I'm like, how many times did that just – like it looked like they rolled kind of twice to yeah. finally get him – because he's got to roll him onto his back. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a great counter though. And Orton gets to the ropes. Styles goes for the springboard for 50, hits it, but Orton kicks out. And then he goes for the phenomenal forearm, but Orton ducks and hits his backbreaker move. 
Yep. Which, you know, it's not a really big deal, but, you know, whatever. It's always a good counter move. And then I have the superplex. Man, Orton's uh, – talking about his dropkick. His superplex is off the chain, man. Yeah, and, well, and AJ sold that perfect. Like, you could measure that thing with, like, a meter yeah. stick. This they, is Canada, I so didn't... meter stick. And, like, it was just, like, boom. They, they, they even froze it, I think, uh, like, him completely mm-hmm. vertical. And I'm like, oh, that's going to hurt. And, yeah. Then he gets the Hangman DDT. Yep. And he goes for an RKO attempt, but Styles reverses it into a Pele kick. But then Orton gets it the second time, hits the RKO. Yeah. But Styles kicks out. And Jerry Lawler's like, what? How? Yeah. Jerry Lawler was just like, man, you talk about me being an Orton advocate. Holy crap. He was just kissing his ass that entire match. Well, and we're doing, I like, um, I love, I actually wanted to say, I loved um, Lawler's angle on this because. Um, it was the whole like everything's been handed to Orton and Lawler was kind this of is like, what this comment about his dad yeah he's like no his dad's kind of a jerk like well the, the best line is that, is that Orton when he was a child said he was going to run away from home and his dad said give it to me in writing yeah give it to me in writing <laughs> <laughs> they're not that close <laughs> no, early in the match, match it was kind of like it's like Orton's an only child and he wasn't the favorite <laughs> <laughs> lines like that are great it's, it's classic Lawler and I was like man I miss this guy oh that was a good one so at this point Orton's going for a top rope RKO, and again, Styles gets down, and Pele kicks him again, and he falls to the outside, and then Styles hits the phenomenal forearm to Orton on the outside, throws him back in the ring, and he's setting up to go hit him with another phenomenal forearm, and it's almost like the same thing from Elimination Chamber. He jumps to the top rope, and Orton's right there to catch him in the RKO stance, but this is a different there. Styles has learned from his mistakes. Counter grabs counter. Yep, grabs Orton's head and... Puts his neck right into the ropes, and then while Orton's down, Style sets up and hits the phenomenal forearm for the win. Yep. And I thought a good match. They, you know, they hit all their stuff, but it just something was lacking. It never got into gear. I yeah. felt like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's like it, it plateaued. Like we crested up. It was there. We're kind of like okay, 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 and then it's like. I don't know. The guys did the moves. Yeah, they did them well. It was it was it was an okay match, but it just didn't ha- It just wasn't like never got into great territory. No, and it was, yeah, but it, that thing, not to say it was terrible at all. Yeah, I, I, that's, it was one of the matches I was looking forward to as well, and I really enjoyed it. And it was, but it was just didn't have that. Extra. Yeah, it didn't get have the oomph, right? Yeah. Like, and uh, I think the right guy won. Uh, I think Styles needed the win, yeah. and it's a big win for him. And I think it continues the feud because now Orton's gonna be more pissed that he didn't win it. Yes. So you know he's gonna do. It's gonna be. Orton something. always comes back, man. Yeah, he's gonna get him and attack him on SmackDown or something. Stay tuned. Yep. So next week we get Lacey Evans. <sighs> I, I I again still with my girlfriend at this point. I'm like, I want someone to punch this woman in the face, and she went, "What? Why would you want someone <laughs> to hit a woman?" I'm like, "You don't understand. No, no, I don't I mean a man, like a woman." Hitting yeah. a woman on woman, but someone please knock this woman out. Some, I'm, I'm la- done with this. Get some lady on lady action. Um, if, the, if the goal of this is to piss people off, kudos WWE. You have done that to me. Yeah. Well, the thing that pissed me off is we don't know what she's there for. We don't know what she's doing. She got a WrestleMania moment. <laughs> she was there at WrestleMania. That's she a got, WrestleMania moment. <laughs> well, she got to walk out. She got on to, the entrance. She got to do her thing. She had a weird little look at the end. You know what? There's a lot of predictions that that the battle royal is gonna like start right, and she's gonna walk out. And then as she's about to walk back, she stops, turns, and then it goes to enter the match. I would have been cool with that. Get her fighting. Oh. Get her to do something. 
I'm just glad. I, you know, I would have hated it for her to win. I don't. This whole gimmick has just soured me on her. Yeah, I'm. I'm just. It's kind of like okay, you know what? We know you're there. What's the next step? What are you doing? What is happening? But yeah, so that's. And then um, so we get our four way tag next. I'm gonna let you take the lead in this one, V. Okay, I actually didn't do much. Oh. But, okay, I'll, I'll try to help jump in when I yeah. can then. So we get, um, it's the Usos versus Black as Shea. They're back again after a uh, two-night rest uh, with the bar. And, and Rushin. Rushin. <laughs> I, was, I was like, Rushin, brackets, Shinsev? <laughs> <laughs> so um, guys what? are coming out. Everybody's doing great. Um, you, you could tell these guys are here now. Ricochet comes up. His crowd, his things popping. He's got his new vest, and he's grinning ear to ear like some fucking bastard who just won the lottery. Like you could, he's just like he's on WrestleMania, he's on man. WrestleMania, and then Black comes out behind him, and his vest is mutated. Yeah. This thing is fucking scary looking now, man. Right? It's the like it's like something spikes out of, off it. Yeah, it's like something out of Evil Dead. I was just like, whoa, he's stepping it up. So that was good. Um, so we get in there. Um, I'm trying to. Think of what we got. Well, the first thing I noticed, V, was so Cesaro throws Ricochet into the ropes for like a a sidewalk slam, and Ricochet does like a couple twirls around him. Like yeah. it was crazy to see the crowd popped huge for that. And this is where it's like, um, okay, so I read on Saturday that Ricochet had kind of a back strain after the match on Friday. Right. And I, I we should have mentioned this. I didn't mention this in the last episode, unfortunately. Go listen to the last episode. Um. At one point, it looked like he was going for the 630, and he didn't do it. He only got, like, one rotation. He did the shooting star press. Yes. And we're kind of like, whoa, what happened there? And then there was, like, words saying, oh, maybe he hurt his back. But what happens in this match is Ricochet gets beat up for a good 20 minutes. Man, he was, yeah, he was the one that bit the bullet in this match. Yeah. Holy shit. It was, shit. like, through the ropes. Um, He got locked up for, like, a, um, a, Boston, a Boston Crab. And they, like, fold him in half. Yeah, and you can hear him, actually. Ah! Yeah. Ah! And I'm kind of like, man, I don't know if it's, oh, like, just what the fuck. Um, so he gets beat down for a while. They get a... Um, well, f- the first Cesaro's hitting the swing on him. Yeah. Well, and, and the longest swing ever. Well, and while this is going on... I call it the WrestleMania swing. And then while this is going on, yeah, um, Sheamus is sitting there. What do they call his thing? I don't know. He's just doing this clubs to the outside. Yeah. He's clubbing everyone. Yeah, he grabs the guy, spins him around. He gets to 10 clubs, tosses him. The next guy jumps up, <laughs> like kind of pops him in the face, spins him, does the clubs on the chest, throws him out. Next guy comes up, and he gets every other guy. And here's how you know that it was that long of a swing. Cesaro, when he's finished, is like, oh. Mm. You can tell even he is a little, oh, shit. Well, it looked like he was slowing down. They're like, it looks like he's finishing up, and then he just grits. And boom, he's back to full speed, and they're like, Cesaro got his second win. <laughs> so oh. they go down, and, and yeah, Ricochet is still just getting worked. Um, he goes up top, and it's the bar locks him in. They're going for a back suplex. Oh, this is a spot. This is unbelievable. This, I, was like, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, girl, 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 yeah. check this out. <laughs> and it's like, they lock it in. Um, um, Rushin comes up. They kind of grab on. The Usos jump in there, and you're kind of like, no, what is going to happen? And it was like, yeah, so you have like four of them on the top rope with Ricochet. 
And then Rusev and Nakamura come in to hook the legs for a power bomb. Yeah. And it was almost like a pyramid. And she goes, my, my girl's like, it's a pyramid. It's like gymnastics. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, but gymnastics where Ricochet gets fucked up. Yeah. So he goes, he just goes flying across the ring. He hits it. He, tuck, he tucks it in, rolls twice, and ends up on his feet in the opposite corner. Oh, my God. It was insane. And it's like, if this, and then it's like, go, 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 look again, look again. Yeah, and, and and even the announcers are like, this is amazing. He doesn't even know where he is. I don't think he knows what to do. And he's kind of look, he's just looking around like, huh, 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 huh. And then yeah, he gets back into the match, and at that point, it's like, um, he hits the six thirty. Yeah, and that's why I was like, you gotta see this. And she's like, was that two flips? And she's, I'm like, yeah. And she goes, okay, that was fucking cool. Yeah, I was like, I knew it. That's how you win her over. You you show him the cool moves. Hit, hits at six thirty, and uh, even when he hits, so it almost again looks like he's kind of like, um, th- they get put out. It ends up being Sheamus, or it ends up being like the Bar and the Usos kind of tussling around at the end. Um, oh, bef- before you get to that, the kick sequence was awesome. I don't know when they they sat down and decided, you know, realized all of us have kick moves. Because it was like Machka kick, Black Mass. Mm-hmm. Then it was uh, Kinshasa, yep. Brogue kick, super kicks from the Usos. I was just like, oh my god, yeah. everyone's getting kicked. Yeah, every, everybody's it was kicking so everybody. Cool. They're going down. And, then, and the crowd's like popping for each one like, oh! Yeah. I, oh! I, think it's, I think it's Jay and Sheamus end up being the legal guys. They get back in there. Um, they're going for it. And <laughs> it's literally like... I, I literally wrote this down for the end of the match. It's like the Usos just literally kick Sheamus repeatedly in the face, back and forth. He goes back and forth. He drops. Actually, no, he um he catches one of them, and then the other dude pops out, <laughs> super kicks him again. He drops to his knees. Um, they lay him out with a double kick. Yeah. Then they hit the separate corners, and they get the double Usos. Yeah, the double splash for oh. the win. So um, not the guys I was calling to win. But at the same time, you did time, pick the Usos. I, I really wanted Black Mirror. They were kind of my number one. Oh, but I know. Oh, that's you thought yeah, was gonna win though. The, yeah, the, yeah. But my, I mean, my my actual pick. I figured they were gonna retain. Uh, it just wasn't time for them to let go yet. They just got it. Yeah. But um, it's, it was a pretty solid match. Yes, this was probably the best match up to this point. And I forgot what I was gonna say to you. They mentioned on the broadcast that you know they had repercussions to face for forfeiting their match yep. with the in the gauntlet match. And that, but they got away with it. I'm wondering if uh, this is going to continue. It, it could be a little like bit of a McMahon's story. Maybe uh, Vince kind of picking on him or something for helping Kofi get into the match. Yeah. I, um, the, I, I, I'm just wondering, like, because, like, they're SmackDown. Shane's still technically running SmackDown, right? And they had their kind of feud with him. So I wonder if he's going to kind of, like, double up. And be like, yeah, you guys are screwing around, so I'm just gonna mess you guys up more. Yeah, just maybe pull Shane into that heel angle more. Yeah, exactly. It's the heel authority yeah. figure. It could happen. So then, um, yeah, Usos get to win. That's cool. After that, we get a really great promo for the Hall of Fame speeches. Um, I'm really happy that uh, China got brought in with the DX squad. Yeah, didn't look like Rick, um, Ravishing Rick Rude did though. No, but I don't think really people associate him with DX, even though he was. He was kind of technically first, in it. Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah. Yeah, because I guess I kind of. But he's already in the Hall of Fame, so it's all yeah, good. I guess I kind of left Tori out too, the first Tori. Oh yeah, I forgot about her. Yeah. Right? 
Oh man, yeah. So it's good they get out there <laughs> and it, it shows like the whole they they do their gimmicks. Like you're not supposed to say Vince Vince's name. We're not gonna say Vince's name. <laughs> Who Vince? What why were we yeah. supposed to say Vince? Like that went on for a while. Yeah. Was... They, they they did a chop up, that was really good. Um we get the honky tonk man. Like he didn't even look like he oh. aged since he retired. Okay, man, what was great about the honky tonk man speech, they didn't show it. He comes out in the pink Cadillac and there was a girl dressed like his old man, sensational man, Sherry is his manager, Peggy Sue. And I thought it was Alexa Bliss. I was convinced it was Alexa in old, like, 50s gear. Like, oh, you know, yeah? like the, the pink sweater and the glasses. And then also you see her in the crowd, and I'm like, well, who the heck is that? What? Yeah, in, in, in the promo that they cut, you kind of get a quick look at her. Yeah. But I'm kind of like, she's a babe. I was like, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? But- I, was, I was convinced it was Alexa Bliss. And, yeah, like, the, the highlights for me for the, the Hall of Fame were... Harlem Heat when they came out they were doing they were cutting their promo like they were in WCW it was freaking hilarious and, like and on I, their way to the ring I, I was too bad because this clip didn't it didn't even really show them yeah. at all I was kind of like oh. and and then I've shown I showed you the video of, of the the back and forth with the Miz and Shane yes <laughs> so that was good like the got the crowd right into it um uh, I love Tori's the whole puberty line oh yeah like <laughs> apparently I've, that was a big part of you guys puberty yeah that's that's what people keep telling me. Um, they they uh, they showed the the Warrior Rift Sipperant to uh, Atkinson, right? Um, with John Cena, that's great. Yeah, the Make work. a Wish the always make, a good make thing. Make a Wish, yeah. like those guys well, kill th- it. This over there. A, the funny thing about that too, you know, like John Cena comes out and the Hall of Fame, they're still getting the Let's go Cena, Cena sucks, right? And like like obviously the more of the adult guys are chanting, you know, Cena sucks, right? And then all of a sudden Sue comes out and it's like. Talking about like you know how over the years WWE guys have gr- granted wishes and John Cena has granted like the record most wishes and everyone's cheering at this point and I'm like only a WWE fan could be like you know what John Cena you're a piece of shit and then it's like oh yeah John Cena's uh, given this many wishes and the same guy would come back and go hey listen I'm really sorry about what I said man um, <laughs> I said a lot of shit earlier and uh, let's go get a beer let's go get a beer. What? <laughs> <laughs> like how can you hate a guy after that? You're it, like, it's oh. The thing with wrestling, especially like after you've been there, like we've gone to see the shows, we've been to Raw. Um, the energy, the energy affects you in that place, right? Right. And just even sitting watching it at home, the energy from the refs, the energy from the matches affect you. You go from like hating somebody more than anything to you know a month down the road, you have a Randy Orton T-shirt. And <laughs> well, dude, oh, continue because I'm gonna tell you about the the test after this. But oh, go yeah. on. And it, it, but it just goes to show how infectious that is, right? And it's, it's, it's like the old saying goes like, you can't tell the fans who to like. Yeah. They will, they will decide on a moment's no motive. Moment's, moment's notice. Yeah, exactly. Who they like and who they don't. Well, dude, this again with the Hall of Fame, it's amazing, man. Like, the Hall of Fame has shown me that I will like anyone when they're given a Hall of Fame speech, like, like, because you're getting the real them, right? Last year it was Jeff Jarrett. Never in my life have I cheered Jeff Jarrett. And I'm like, oh my god, am I liking Jarrett now? And dude, even worse, this year, the honky-tonk man. There's no man I think I've hated more <laughs> in wrestling over time than the honky-tonk the man. Honky-tonk and I'm man. like, I'm getting into his... Uh, I'm, I'm a fan now, what the heck? Yep. <laughs> Unbelievable. It, it, it's like we, we, we kept talking, right? Like... um. You go back and like I can easily say like man Edge was like like hands down always one of my favorite. But there was a while he was a real shit heel. He was a real shit heel and I really didn't like him. And then it's like um we'll get to it later but during the Triple H Batista match I was going to I was like man I remember I was like 
I was totally obsessed with Triple H. He he was my guy when when Edge was like full heel, and I was like, fuck Edge. Yeah. And that's like looking back at it now, it's like I love and appreciate both these guys, and it's kind of like again how infectious that moment is. Right. But like, uh, just we're gonna. T- I want to touch on it real quick. Um, the absolute shithead that attacked Bret Hart. Oh God, dude. I've never been so mad in my life. I can't remember the last time I've been this mad, man. Uh, and of all people, first of all, Bret Hart's health alone. Yeah. It's a 61-year-old man, had one of the worst concussions ever, like had a stroke, yep. can't take a hit to the head. This motherfucking piece of shit comes in and tackles him with his niece whose dad died, and they're here to celebrate. Yeah. Oh my God! And, this is the worst. Like, and, if this guy's okay, if and, this guy's mentally like unstable, get some help. If not, if this was a person in his right mind, I ho- go find a bridge and jump the fuck off, <laughs> you stupid piece of shit. And and that's the thing. Like Knox Natty flying right, and it's like instantly, uh, the other superstars are there. They're in the ring. Some are helping Brett up. Some are restraining this guy. Security's there. And then, and then it got bad because then. Uh, apparently some of the superstars just started laying this guy Good. out, laying into Good. this guy, and security is literally trying to pull him, pulling him off. And like, I guess when it happened, as soon as he was hit, the feed broke. Uh, it went black for a few minutes. When a dude was out, feed comes back on. Drake Maverick, like a fucking pro, he's like, ignore this, ignore what just happened right there. Don't even worry about it. We got to keep this going. We're gonna keep it going right. Yeah. And it's funny. I obviously I watched the Hall of Fame the day after, so I was looking to see how this is gonna work, right? And I I don't they cut it pretty good. I don't know what happened, but all of a sudden, Bret Hart's hair's all ma- mangled on the side, <laughs> so you know, oh, it just happened. And I first of all, I just want to say, he's not listening, <laughs> but Bret, I admire you for continuing with the speech, took it like a and champ, and being a pro. Something like this could really just sour you on the whole experience. Thank you for finishing your speech for the fans. And don't, you know, this guy is not, does not represent anyone. Like, you could hear the, I watched the video of someone taping it in the crowd, and you can hear people like, seriously? And like, he's getting attacked, and it's like, 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 uh, people are attacking this guy, and people are like, yeah, fuck you, you piece of shit. Like, you know, we all support you, man. Fuck that guy! Mm-hmm. Un- unacceptable, completely unacceptable. Yeah, it, it, it was it was it's just unbelievable. Something like that, and I guess like huge investigation going on. Like, how the hell did this guy even get through security that well, quick? Well, see, that's the thing. They, this year was a different format, right? They had the ring, yeah. and I understand why they did it with all the gimmicks, like Harlem Heat doing the promo to the ring, and then right. you had the, you the, get, the cards coming out. Yeah, you can get more fans in there. Everyone can enjoy it more. And le- less change the setup, but clearly they're probably like, we fucked up. This probably We should probably should stick with the podium yeah. uh, format going forward. But Which is unfortunate because, again, one stupid asshole wrecks it for everybody. Oh, it's right? Exactly. It's a bad look yeah, for sure. But I'm going to touch on that. But, I, yeah, so anyways, like the promo they ran at this point, great promo, really shows it. Um, so at that point they announce the um hall of fame class the 2019 everybody comes out to stand on their stars uh everybody's waving it's all great and then you get the old dx scene this was i was like how awkward this has got to be for everyone else standing there while they're running out <laughs> throwing their glow sticks and it, i love it because it's, it's it's they cut it 
exactly like it was always cut. You get the boom, boom, wow, yeah. and it's like cutting in and out well, of the feed. Well, I should tell you about that too. So, you know, they start the Hall of Fame off, like the video, right? And it was always the same video. It's like this like, nice dramatic music, right? And like it's like started with one man, Andre the Giant, and it's showing all the other legends. And all of a sudden, like it's like this really nice, beautiful video they always show at the start, right? And all of a sudden, here's it's the time for legends. Dun, dun. And I'm like, oh no. Oh God. And here's Sean. Do you want to watch the same old boring introduction that year after year? And I'm like, not I'm like, God, not the hall of fame. The hall of fame is sacred. And it was so good. Cause you, the intro hits, these guys come out, they got the, the glow sticks crossed over like the ax. Yeah. And so uh, how old's triple H now? I think he's 50. Okay. So Shawn Michaels got a few years on him. He's like, what? 55. Mm-hmm. Oh, I actually don't know how much 54? older he is. I would say probably around 55, yeah. probably. So, uh, <laughs> you, you got 50, 55-year-old men. You know, I think um, Road Dog's probably the youngest out of them. It doesn't matter. They come out. They got the glow sticks crossed. They are chopping, suck it at the crowd. <laughs> they're dancing like a bunch of kids in and out of the other Hall of Famers. Yeah, yeah they have fun. They have to stand there while they're weaving around, oh, throwing man. this stuff. Oh. But, but then it was real good because it's like they get out there. They do this thing. Everybody kind of waves. And then it's like they, they got a nice mingle moment. I like that. They're all like hugging on their and, star. Yeah, watch the best. They're all there, and then Xbox is somewhere somewhere else. So it's like, okay, yo, Pac, Pac, <laughs> get over here, you asshole. But yeah, like, cause then it like kind of finishes right, and they're like, um, right away I saw um, Billy Gunn run over to um, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah, they're all yeah. Cause he like shaking his hand. They were chatting. You could tell like their buddies. Like, it was, it well, was, he used I, to manage him. Eh? Yeah, it, it was it was a really good moment. I really. <laughs> but you know that. what made me laugh the most? Though I'm watching all these handshakes, and j- it just cuts out just as Sean's going over to to ch- to hug Brett. I'm like, no, oh, I wanted to see it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll probably use that for another time. Yeah. So yeah, we get that done, and then it goes in, and then we have the Miz and the Shane match. Yes. Falls count anywhere. And Shane comes out and is immediately abusing the announcer. <laughs> yeah. So, excuse me. Sorry. Say it again. Say it again. He made him say it three yeah. times. Yeah. And the third time it was the best in the world. Yeah. And Shane's just waving his arms, <laughs> yeah. like cuts him off at the exact moment. And then Shane McMahon. <laughs> Actually, I, I really enjoyed this as a heel. I thought it was really good. He, he, yeah. He plays the heel so well. So he's doing a great with it, and uh, Mrs. Dad's in attendance again. <laughs> yeah, man, he's sour looking at that point, eh? It's like, Daddy, you got a frown. He's just like, hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, Shane did him wrong, and uh, so Shane's immediately jumps out and grabs Mrs. Dad. Yeah, and he, mi- he controls the whole pace. He's in and out of the ring. Miz is just chasing him, just making him so yeah, tired. Right baits away. him in, and Shane gets all this offense in early. And I was surprised. I was surprised he he got all this offense in. I was like, man, when's the Miz going to fire back, you know? Yeah. And then he sets the, up the table with the Miz on it for the elbow drop spot. Smacks him with a monitor. Oh, right? And I'm like, first of all, why is that even there? You know they don't have those old monitors anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's these tiny little like, L- LCD screens now. Yeah. So, and as he goes to the top rope to jump the elbow, Miz's dad runs out in front and stops him. So Shane's dad climbs down from the top rope and he did I say Shane's dad? Shane's dad. Sorry. Yeah, Vince, Vince McMahon. Vince climbs down. God damn it. No. Shane climbs down and he calls the Mrs. Dad into the ring to fight. And the Mrs. Dad puts his fists up. <laughs> it's the worst fighting stance ever. Uh, Even Shane goes, 
And he grabs his fists and puts him in a right. And of course, like, oh, that was nice of him. And dude, I was laughing to myself because all I was picturing is Shane kind of joking around, being like, what? What are you I'm doing this like little shuffle? Being like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? And then like Ms. Dad should just kicked him right in the balls. Because <laughs> like a good pop in? I've been great. But nope. Uh, Shane just takes down the Miz's dad, yep. and then Miz just runs in, tackles Shane, and just explodes with yep. fists on him. He's now, and the crowd's going nuts. He takes Shane to the outside, throws him over the guardrail, and immediately goes to check on his dad. He's like, Dad, you okay? You okay? You good? You good? And then he immediately runs around the ring yeah. and just well, dives yeah. over yeah, he's yelling, onto he's like, Shane. Somebody get over here. You're, you're, you're good, Dad? You're okay? And like, and you can hear, see his dad kind of like, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> He's a great actor. That yeah. is that. Some, <laughs> didn't, someone, like, didn't someone call him a potato? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. They, they were like, I don't think he looks like a potato at all. <laughs> but, yeah, so then he's like, yeah, I need help. I need help. But then, yeah, runs back, goes right after the uh, after Shane again, and they, then that's when they go out to the crowd. Yeah, and I got Sh- – uh, the Miz sna- smashes Shane's knee with a steel chair. Yeah. Oh, like, like a devastating. And, and Shane's now like – He's limping around, and they work their way up to a stage area, the tech area, right? Yeah, it's like a weird LED pillar they got going on. Yeah. This is something you see at a concert or something, like a big tower yeah. kind of thing, right? And Miz ends up hitting the skull-crushing finale on Shane, makes a huge thump. Oh, I think I no, missed something. You, you jumped ahead. Yes, okay. I missed the big spot. Yeah, you, you, you kind of missed. So like, they, they get to this pillar. They're fighting at the pillar. They're putting each other off it. They're kind of going back and forth. Um, well, first he tossed them through a table forgot that no this still comes after so they're fighting at this podium and then um it's still slightly elevated miz puts shane off shane kind of goes half goes backwards and then like ends up kind of ha- like hitting his head on the old school guardrail oh you're kind of like ooh, like it's, he hit the ground first and kind of rolled into it but he still hit it and you're like oh okay then they fight up and they end up in the international announcing area right and that's where he just grabs them like gets them up bam through the table yeah it was and, almost like he tossed them like yeah and yeah, it, it, he uh, that looked good, but um, it was the was, next spot that really surprised me. I was kind of disappointed because um, the crowd starts doing the holy shit chant. Holy shit! You, holy shit! And I'm like, went? I'm like, oh, for that spot? Yeah, I was like, really? Yeah, I'm like, for the that, spots that come, the spots that come were better, but still, like, even, it's like this is an ECW guys. Oh, they're, they're getting pretty generous with those chants, yeah, man. Yeah, well, it's y- younger generation, right? They didn't yeah. live through it like we did. Yeah. So the move that I, that I liked was. Miz grabs like a tablet of some sorts. He grabs one of the actual LED yeah. monitors. And he smokes Shane in the face with it. This launches Shane over a guardrail. He lands on a table on the other side but slides off. That's, he hits the roof of a golf cart. And Was it a golf? Oh, that was a table. <laughs> he lands on the roof of a golf cart. Slides off and lands on the concrete. Yeah. Oh, it looked devastating. That was one of the most sickening thuds. And it's crazy because Miz gets down there in a heartbeat. Like... Shane's barely on the ground, and Miz, I, I guess Miz got a half check on him, right? Because it looked bad. And he goes down, but he goes for the pin. Shane still kicks. Right? Oh, my God. And then, then that leads to the skull-crushing finale on the platform, right? They, they fight their way up, and they start working their way up to a camera platform, yeah. Yeah. So they're on the lower levels, and he hits the skull-crushing finale. Shane kicks, and then puts him over to a camera area. And I, I I missed what happened here because next thing I know Shane's climbing the the tech area tower. Yeah, Shane goes over into this camera area and everyone like when he went over the next rail, everyone's like, "Oh my god, what happened?" And it, like you couldn't see it. It's just like he disappeared. Oh okay. Like he might have actually fallen off the thing, right? 
And then when the camera came in from the other side, you see him and he's just kind of like down below. And it's like, oh, geez, like that looked way worse than what it was. Oh. And then when the Miz kind of comes over, he hits him, with a couple, hits him with a couple of boxes. Like Miz gets staggered, kind of puts him back over. And then that's when he goes up. Yeah. So what I like this Shane climbing and he gets to the very top and you think he's going to jump off on him. And all of a sudden Miz is right beside him. He climbed up on the other side, yeah, and Shane realizes there, now so fast. he's now trapped up there with the Miz, and he immediately starts begging, gets down on his knees, yeah. and he's like, please. But, and Miz ain't hearing any of it. No. Picks him up, and he's trying to chuck him, and Shane's holding the rail like, no, no. And then the Miz kicks him in the gut, and I'm just sitting here watching this. Like My girlfriend's watching her movie. I'm like, holy fuck. Sets him up for a suplex yep. and suplexes him off this tower. It looked fucking amazing and i'm like <laughs> again scaring the crappers like, well, like watch this replay and then immediately saying after well, they probably padded it they probably padded it down there but it still man that's a scary fucking yeah. spot like it, it, it looked and that's saying it looked really convincing as, as soon as they hit you could tell like it was a nice padded area but yeah. they had it covered really well but then still it's a 15 foot drop right and what made me laugh is as, I'm, as it zooms in on them i'm like Wait a minute, is it Shane on one, two, is Shane on top? Three, no! Yeah. Shane lands on top of the Miz. Getting the win. And he gets the win, even though he did not do the offensive move. So what do you think, V? <laughs> disappointed. Um, Solid match. But disappointed in the outcome? Disappointed in the outcome. Uh, me too, because I felt like this is building to the Miz's redemption, but they're doing the whole... This obviously isn't the end of that feud. Yeah, it, 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 it may not be the end of the feud. And like I talked about with the Usos, it sets Shane up to still be more of a heel. Yeah. So he can be start being like, he can start running that company, start doing like the tyrant kind of angle, start running that company like an absolute dick. And then Miz is the guy who wants to stand up against him. So yeah. Miz still stands in the front as that face. Now, I just hope he hasn't been hurt too much that the payoff won't be as good later on down the road. You know what I mean? What Miz by losing? Yeah, like I don't sometimes. Think so. Sometimes when someone loses a match, when they finally do get to the payoff, that no people don't care anymore. Yeah, um, that's what I'm hoping doesn't happen. I, I don't think so. I think the biggest thing is going to be how Miz handles himself um, on Tuesday when SmackDown airs. What he gets out there, what he says. Okay. I think that's going to be the biggest thing, uh, whether or not it puts him up or sets him back. Okay. In in the fans' eyes, anyways. Well, I I don't think it was a bad like I mean I really think the Miz needed the win, but I don't think because the feud's not over. I'm not like as bummed about this loss as other ones, and yeah. it was the way he lost it. Like it was just the fact it wasn't the fact that Shane beat him; it was the fact that Shane just happened to land on top of him. Yeah. You know what I mean? This is that he beat himself in the end. Yeah. So. Uh, out next, Paige is out for special commentary. Yep. And it's for the women's tag team title, the Fatal Four Way. We got Beth and Natty. We got the Boston Hug Connection. Yep. The Iconics and the Simone Slaughterhouse, Naya and Tamina. I think I think they're called the Wrecking Crew. I think I dubbed them the Slaughterhouse. And I, I are you sure? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Naya and Tamina, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So. Um, Paige is great. Her accent's so cute. <laughs> but uh, you know what? I think it's just the accents, right? It's like her, Becky, Peyton even. Oh, Peyton. Yeah. Now, 
first thing I noticed was not Beth, Billy Kay. Throwback open beer. Beth and Natty come out in the Heart Foundation jackets. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if we talked about that. I, I called that, yeah. But I'm pretty sure we did call it because it's like it's like oh, we wonder if Beth is going to come out with a Heart Foundation outfit, and she does. Yeah, and. Then they stop, and I'm like, oh, my God, they're waiting. I'm like, it's going to happen. Wait. It's going to happen. It's going to be well, – I thought it was going to be – he's going to get his prediction. It's going to be, on this day, I see clearly. I'm like, oh, wrong Canadian, buddy. Wrong Sorry. Canadian. Still, Bret Hart's pretty good. Well, you know, Bret Hart's <laughs> my second favorite Canadian wrestler. So, well, there you go. Yeah. I'd say he's about my, like – Seven and a half. No, I'm kidding. I love, I love Bret Hart. <laughs> we got we to listen to these Canadian wrestlers. Shit. So, yeah, they, he comes out with uh, Beth and Natty. And I got the match starting. And uh, they well, Can we get... talk about the Iconics outfits first? Uh, okay. <laughs> I... <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> I was at a loss. Where they came, both came out little devils. So Peyton had the sexy outfit. Peyton's very sexy. She had the little wings. She had her little accent going. Um, Billy Kay came out with a set of horns. And I'm, I'm like looking at her. I'm like, did anyone tell her? I'm like, I wonder if anyone backstage was like, I'm pretty sure you're just wearing goat horns. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's what they look like. You look great, babe. <laughs> she had trouble getting into the ring. <laughs> oh, jeez. All right, V, so take us through the action, my friend. I, I didn't write much this Come week. on, man. You know, it's something I realized during the Mania uh, that I haven't put together right yet. F- multi-people matches are the hardest to call. There's so much action going on. Is that why on. you keep going to me? Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so, for the, the, the tag match, you were so you talked so highly about it, I figured I'd give you that one. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so, um... I, I got I still got all my comments though. So it was it's kinda weird. Okay, so like you get um <laughs> Naya and um Tamina come yes, out. Yes, you got the name <laughs> You had to think about it. No, that's why I was giggling because that's supposed to be like Nia <laughs> for Rad Coughing, Miss Nia. So N- Naya and Tamina. It is are aggravating. <laughs> Naya and Tamina are out there and um where Naya's been on this whole like rip about being like I'm the one who injures people, this and that. And then um, the crowd's being really pissed because, I mean, she has been injuring superstars. Yeah, um, legit. That's why she got her heat. That's great. Yeah, that's just that's using weird. it anyway. Well, it's it's weird because it seems like that's kind of pulled back. And Tamina's coming out as a real hothead. Okay. And I noticed in this match, it's like, well, I noticed... It's since, temperamental? Uh, kind of, yeah. It's like, especially since Beth came back, it's like, I don't know, Beth is like big dog. And then Tamina's just like, beeline in it at her to like try and prove herself okay and i noticed it very early on in this match too and um yeah it, it's like to me it's just, she's hot as hell and it, it's naya holding her back like yo chill 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 okay yeah and so. i was kind of like huh, okay so um it's weird so the, like match starts off everybody's kind of getting her due as always iconics Actually, kind of get a, like a, a little run of offense. Iconics, maybe yeah. their pose. God, um, <laughs> they, they they get a they get a bit of a run on Beth, and uh, Billy Kay tries for the pin. And Beth's like, nah. <laughs> Did you make note of the uh, they hit the heart attack? Yes, that was awesome. They hit the heart attack. I was like, yeah. Um, Natty gets onto the old double uh, sharpshooter on the Boston Hug. That looks so awesome when she does that. Yeah. 
Well, like, I, and they they lined up the legs perfectly. Like they really had it lined up really well for that. They're, they're small enough that she can do both too. Like their legs. Yeah. So. Um, Wrecking Crew jumps in there. They get a double Samoan drop on the Boston Hugs, and then they go up top. It looks like they were gonna try and go for the double splash, but Beth interferes, knocking Nye down and yeah, gets and then Nye takes a nasty spill of the floor, eh? Yeah. Oof. Um. Just like splat. Beth gets her uh, drop off the top on um the, the glam slam. The glam slam on Bailey. That yeah. looked great. Even I was like, oh. And then. And then it happens. Yes. Oh. So Beth has her. She's down. She's out. Goes for the pin. Uh, Payne and Billy Kay inter- interferes. Like Payne ends up just pulling Beth out. Yeah. Billy Kay gets the pin. And the iconics are your new women's yes. tag champs. What do you think? Um, very surprised. Did not see that coming. Um, I, I don't know. I'm actually flabbergasted by that. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure where they're going with that. You know, they win. Paige actually starts giggling. <laughs> and I'm like, that is such a cute giggle. But I'm like, I kind of understand. Like, okay. Do you think this is going to be a chase now for the boss hug connection? It could, it could be. I think it's going to be a chase for everybody because it's kind of like, if Boston Hugs retained, sure. It's kind of like what we talked about. Um, this sets them up that they could actually do another story. That they could actually set into a story and have them at it, right? This could not be the iconics just ducking them, ducking them. and Yeah. Um, if Beth and Natty want it, great. I don't even... Well, we'll see if she's still going to come back. I don't but know. But that's the thing. Beth may not even come back. But I mean, it, for them, if they want it at WrestleMania, cool. They may not keep it that long. But it'd be like, Beth gets a belt. It could just be a transitional title run, yeah. Yeah, it, it, and um, if the um, Nia and Tamina win it, then it goes to heel angle, and then you have people trying to stop them. Sets up the story by itself. You don't even have to write it. With Iconics winning it, um, you're going to have a lot of confusion, and it's like you said, now it's just people going to be lining up to take it from them. Um, I don't think these belts were just established. I don't think they need that. Yeah, that's true. I think that's a huge hit to the belts themselves. I, I do agree. Uh, I thought the title change was way too fast. and Best possible outcome, Boss Hug should have kept it. Kept it going. Um, then it would have been, honestly, probably Nia and Tamina. Because then you get that heel angle. Beth Natty would have just been cool. Because then Beth gets belt, like we said, right? Yeah. And then with them getting it, it's the worst possible outcome. Because it just it's such a negative. Negative against the belt. Yeah, I... I just think it's too soon after the rain. I think the, the first champ should have had a, a good run yeah. with the belts. But that's just me. But now, V, uh, I am going to take you, let you take the lead on this one because you've been watching SmackDown for most since we pretty much started this podcast. So I'm letting you take the SmackDown world title match, man. So this is like the fourth match. Did you watch this? Did you? No, watch- I did. I actually have a lot of notes for this match. <laughs> okay, but I, I I took the Rollins one because I was so invested in it because I've been watching. But Raw that one only went two minutes and thirty seconds. Yeah, but dude, I was invested. <laughs> I wrote two hundred, two minutes and thirty. Dude, seconds. actually, look at my notes for this match. Do you want me to take the lead? No, on no, this no. Match? It's fine. You just, you just jump in. I'm just gonna get you to give me a beer. So we finally get the Kofi <laughs> and Daniel Bryan match. I'll jump in where I can. Kofi comes down. New days with him. Um. They're selling, like they're going, they're popping, they're having their fun. Everybody's behind them. Um, they get in the ring, and then wait before that. Make no- have you made note of the get the package? I'm just about to say that. Oh, sorry, sorry. So they get down there. Biggie pulls out a box, and they're like, "What?" 
And he's like, no, 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 this is for after. Don't worry about it. And that dude, like, even when he was doing the promo earlier in the night, like, I was, my immediate reaction when I saw him with that gift saying that, and Kofi's like, what is that? I'm like, heel turn. I'm like, oh, God, no. They're going to they're gonna have Big E cost him the title, break up the New Day, and just to break everyone's heart. And I, I was terrified, man. I'm like, no, don't do this. Don't do this tonight. Yeah. So and that's thing. They're they're down there in the ring and the crowd's just tearing it up. Kofi Mania is running wild. Yeah, the crowd. Yeah, the crowd's going the crowd crazy. Crowd is right behind him, right? Instantly. Um, Daniel Bryan comes out and I don't know. I don't think anybody spoke for that couple of minutes. No, they just, <laughs> they just absorbed the stare down, man. In the moment that the, was happening, the announcers were commenting on his eco-friendly handcrafted belt. <laughs> Fuck. It's uh, champion. He's a, he's a role model for everyone. Yep. So, um, match starts off, a uh, lot of back and forth, but Brian has control. Kofi's trying stuff. He's getting countered. He's getting put down. Uh, Brian keeps the control going. He keeps the pace slower. He doesn't want Kofi leaving the ground. Um, it's a good strategy. Yeah. Kofi finally starts able to be, um, like, mounting his offense. Um, starts working over. Gets Brian down. Goes up top. And this looks where it looked bad. He goes for the splash. But Daniel Bryan's, I don't know if it was a miscommunication. He goes to get up. He's like on all fours. Uh-oh. So Kofi splashed him on his back. Ooh. It looked nasty. And I'm kind of like, ooh, that can't be good for either of them. Especially with Bryan with his neck issues. Yeah. Ooh. And um, so at this point, this is where it was hitting me. It was a textbook mania match. Where I'm, I'm going to say, like, by the end of this, this was probably my favorite on the card. But it was the textbook mania match where it's like the favorite goes in. He's not doing well. Things get put down. You think, you know, he just, I'll keep going, but it's like the textbook match, right? It's kind of like the Gargano uh, fight, right? Exactly. like the And they, they did it very well as well. So um, where was I here? Everyone backstage, it goes backstage. Everybody's lined yeah, up watching it again. Everyone's watching. You're cheering on Kofi. Yep. Um, Brian's lines him up. He goes for that huge knee. And it's so weird because Kofi kind of like runs out, slides under him kind of thing before Brian even gets the momentum and rolls him up. Um, can't do it. Brian gets back up to his feet, grabs him, hits the SOS. And you're like, damn. But then Brian's immediately yeah. into a LaBelle lock. That, I thought that was awesome. But like, because you could see, I think they actually for a split second show the crowd when he does that counter immediately. And the crowd's like, no, no, no. Yeah. Because like, everyone's like, what, what? And then, uh, but Kofi gets to the rope. Um, so then Kofi hits over the top. Over the top. I wrote it as a question mark. Oh, what, what was over the top? It was like it was like an inverse suplex. Oh, I didn't even know that was a, the name of a move though that he had. Well, I, I, it sounded. I always like, just call it inverted suplex. It's or, an inverted or... suplex, but then it sounded like somebody's like hit over the top, and I'm like, is that a, the name of this one for him? I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Um. So he hits the inverse suplex. At that point, the momentum's really shifting. Kofi's got it. Daniel Bryan's rolls out to Rowan's side of the ring. Uh, Rowan's there. He's kind of starts getting in Kofi's face. New Day comes after him. He takes out uh, Xavier. Um, takes out Big E. But he forgot about Kofi. Kofi hits the trouble in paradise. Lays <laughs> lays it to him. He's staggered. Xavier and Big E grab him. And they hit the up, up, down, down on the outside. Of the ring. Yeah, it was great. So now he's no longer a factor. Yeah. So they uh, get it. He gets Daniel Bryan back in the ring, goes for the trouble in paradise. Daniel Bryan ducks it, hits the rope, 
and off the rope he hits the knee and yeah. Kofi goes down and he locks in that label lock again. Um, Kofi's not even moving at this point. Uh, and, and this is where we uh, we talked about it last week. The, the ref's kind of like, you okay? You okay? He's not sure. He lifts the arm and goes to let the arm drop, but only on the one. Yeah, and Kofi. And we get the arm shake. Gets the shake. Yeah, he's still alive. He's still alive. So Kofi like arches his back, kind of manages to get like his arms under himself, and literally kind of like fights his way back up into it. Um, launches into a flurry of attacks, hits the trouble in paradise, and Kofi wins. I'm actually surprised it happened right there. To be honest, like when it, that three hit, like, I didn't expect it to be a th- that quick. Yeah, I was like, it was, oh yeah, because it was like the hit. I mean, Labelle locks locked in. The match pace is slowing down, and you're like, oh, no, no. But then Kofi's like, boom, 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 boom. Like, a couple of hits, and then just, boom, trouble in paradise. And then the crowd pops real quick, and then you get the pin, and you think it's like, okay, he's going to kick, and there's going to be something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then nope. we get our three. Kofi gets our win. And so it's awesome. So um, we got a new winner. And you know what's funny? While that was happening, I kept waiting for Vince's music to hit to say, you are now the WWE champion if you beat this next opponent <laughs> i was convinced something was gonna happen it's but... like if you can beat the old daniel bryan and a clone comes out of daniel bryan like clean shaven <laughs> and, and he's doing the yes yes oh yes. So I'm, I'm glad you just brought the yes chain because the one thing i forgot during the match he, he did pull it out but this is the thing this is how you know how successful daniel bryan's heel turn has been i can't think of a specific time but like you have like someone turn heel right who used to have a chant right and fans would still do the chant, not because they like the heel, but because they like doing the chant, right? Because they like doing the chant? Like the, and pe- like the yes chant. Well, Daniel Bryan's in the corner, and he's doing the mock yes, you know, with his fingers yeah. pointing in the air. And the crowd is going, no, yeah, no, no, no. And I'm like, that's how you know that this guy's been doing a good job as a heel. Yeah. Because they were not having any of it. Yep. So we get it. Kofi wins. Um it's like Darcy had commented on um, Xavier Woods looked more happy than anybody. <laughs> yeah, he was bawling. So, and it's so cool because like he slides out of the ring. There's Brian's belt. He kind of grabs it, tosses it, tosses it, and then the um, I don't even know what you'd call it the the finger the placeholder that the belt was kind of wrapped around. Yeah. He then pulls the blanket aside, and the placeholder was the belt, and the placeholder was a new belt, and it's the, the old... classic belt, and it's got the Kofi. Uh, emblems on the side it says Kofi. So they already got it ready. Set. I didn't. It was, it was yeah, custom made, ready to go. So it's, it was the classic championship, but then the little side panels had Kofi written on it. Nice. He takes it in. Kofi's losing it. His two boys come in the ring. Uh, they're celebrating. He's out there. He's like waves to his wife. Shows his wife real quick. And you thought that was the? I thought that was the gift. I thought I thought I was like I'm like oh that was the gift okay. And then Biggie comes in with it. And again I'm like then Biggie shows up turn. with this box Heel again. Turn. And I'm like oh. I'm like. With the boys in the ring? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, and as the boys <laughs> Could you in the imagine? Ring. But I, I guess this is where, like, again, we're, I guess we're just not positive people, man. No, no. We're just expecting the worst. Biggie's like, I had him made. And he goes down and he opens the box. And then it's uh, the New Day shirts. But then it's been modified. And it shows uh, everybody it's partying like all three of them belt. In it, Yeah, in a, a belt. Yeah. And then on the, it says, it's a new champ. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then the the boys are loving the shirts. They get up on the um, the older boy gets up on the the turnbuckle and starts throwing them out to the crowd. And I'm like, man, that was great. 
It was a great moment for sure. And now we have two champions that the fans wanted. And that made me nervous, man, for later. Thinking, oh my god, are they going to fuck us in the main event? Yeah. <laughs> so this part, I laughed at. It was great. And I thought it was really weird. Is this the, uh, the backstage segment? So Alexa's back. <laughs> yeah. And she's back at the, uh, the, the training office or Which mortuary is- as somebody tagged the sign underneath it. <laughs> and you got Colin and Shay. They're all beat up. Apparently Shay's face is like swollen from the slap. They're arguing about stuff. And then she's like, well, don't worry. You, you guys are with the best. <laughs> and they turn around. And they take off the two doctors take off their masks. One's got a toothpick in his mouth, and he says, "Hey yo, hey yo, <laughs> it's the outsiders, Scott Hall and Kevin, Kevin Nash. Nash." And Nash puts on a, one of those plastic gloves and goes, "It's time for your enema." <laughs> yeah, and they just look at each other. Uh, random segment, but good to see the outsiders. It was cool to see them, but yeah, I was kind of like, "This is how you bring them in." <laughs> But it was still funny. But I just love because he's like, he had to pull the mask out to take it around. The toothpick the, was there. Yeah. And it's just, hey, yeah. And it's just good to see a, a clear headed Scott Hall, you know? Yeah. Like, he's, he's in a good place. And uh, yeah, it's good to see him. Yeah. So uh, the next match we got on the bill is Rey Mysterio versus Samoa Joe. Next match after that. Okay. <laughs> Fuck, I don't even want to talk about and this. And special commentator Booker T. Yeah. Um,. I want to comment on Booker T. Was he just like fucking hammered the whole time or what? Oh, he, he's a two-time Hall of Famer. He's high on life, man. Yeah, power positivity and, and, again. And Kofi just won the world title. His boy is the power of positivity. I, I I need a number. I need a hookup for this. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say one more thing that made me laugh during their Hall of Fame speech. They're telling Stevie Ray's telling the story about how they got broken the business, right? And every time they hit a hurdle, it's like, yeah, so this promotion closed down. And then Booker would go, well, brother, looks like it ended before the whole thing started. And he, he just says it like three or four times every time they hit a hurdle. <laughs> oh, well, looks like it ended before the whole thing started. And Booker's just like laughing his ass <laughs> off like, fuck. I did say that, didn't I? Like, like Stevie's like, because it was his dream to get into wrestling. And Booker's just like every turn, yeah, I guess we just quit and go home. Yeah. <laughs> so here we just went off on a tandem. And that lasted longer than the Rey Mysterio <laughs> and uh, some more Joe match. Joe match. Fuck. So, so again, we we you want don't. Me to, know. Want me to recap this one? No. <laughs> cheap ass, <laughs> cheap ass motherfucker. Um, so again, we don't know the extent of Ray's injuries, and I hope he's not injured. And uh, it, me as well. And it's, but I mean, uh, this makes me think there is. Makes you think there is. Um, Ray comes out. He's got a really cool Mysterio outfit. Mysterio is a villain from Spider-Man comics. It's, yeah, he probably should specify as his last name is. <laughs> yeah, and and it works because his last name is Ray Mysterio. Um, as always, because Mysterio does it, he likes to promote the new movies coming out, favorite kind of <clears throat> villains, superheroes, whatever. So this time he went as Mysterio or Fishbowl Head, as Superman, uh, Spider-Man called him. <laughs> um, and then literally my next line after that was, what a gay-ass bitch match. So <laughs> Ali went longer on SmackDown last week, fighting Samoa Joe, and that match. Did he squash him too? He, he squashed him in like under two minutes. Okay, they gotta be doing something with Joe then here if they, if he's squashing guys. But Ray, maybe, maybe John Cena. I don't know, but that my, all I'm gonna say is like, like they really start pushing um, Ray's first singles match in eight years. Um, you and again, it leads to like, is there an injury because we don't even see his son. His son was in all the promos leading up to. The- yeah, what the heck was that? I didn't even realize until we were talking about it before this uh, podcast started. I'm like, where the heck was Dominic? Yeah, we got nothing. And then it was like, 
Uh, Ray jumps in there. I don't even know what he get. Um, drop kick. Oh, he hit hit the, the six one nine. Yeah, hit the her Karanas. Joe's on the rope. Hit the six one nine. Uh, went to follow up to finish it off, and then Joe just grabs him, Coquina clutch, and it's over. Yep, it was quick, and the note taker me was happy, but uh, yeah, it was very surprising. But My, it does make Joe look crazy dominant right now. Yeah, but I mean, you wanted to see that match. I wanted, to see, I wanted to see these guys wrestle. Yeah. So after we get um, a movie trailer for a movie coming out called Stuber. Is that when we get Scooper? Yep. Well, oh, you're right. And I, I literally wrote, I want to see this movie. It, it looks like a fun movie, but now we know why Batista was back. Yeah. You know what they should have done, though? Because I'm just thinking about this, too, like today, like I was at work. I'm like, why are, is the company that Triple H works for, like, like as a big, powerful person in, promoting his movie? They yeah. should have had it saying, well, one of Dave Batista's demands or he wouldn't come out to this match would be Absolutely. to promote his new movie. No. That would have been perfect. This just took they all should've... the wins out of that sale for the match for me. It did? Oh, because I'm just kind of like, well, now we know why he's here. Because, okay, so Dave Batista's a cop for some reason, probably a DUI. He doesn't have a license anymore. So he calls an Uber. Um, <laughs> it's this Indian guy. Name is Stu? Yeah, named Stu. Um, literally like hijack slash kidnaps the guy. And makes him drive him around while he's doing cop things. It looks hilarious. Looks hilarious. I I don't think that's why. That's the only reason he came back. Well, no, I I I think that's again they're buddies. They're just working. Yeah, he probably right? wanted to work on another match. But, but for me, for two guys who are supposed to hate each other, and then you're seeing a Batista trailer. That's took, what I mean. Took all the wins out of the sales. I, they should have had it. As, like I said, as the well, the Batista's made another demand that we must legally show this movie. It was in the contract, or you won't look. <laughs> it went great. Yeah. So next up, we get Elias versus Dre. See Elias? Oh yeah. Sorry, I was reading the wrong line. Reigns uh, versus Drew. Roman Reigns <laughs> versus Drew. <laughs> I have four empty beer cans sitting. WWE stands for Walk with Roman. Walk. Wait, that isn't right. <laughs> Walk with Rey Mysterio. I'm still on the air. Yeah. Shit. So McIntyre comes out first, and they got a whole Scottish band playing this theme. Love this. Uh, apparently, they're like. Part of the New York City Police Band, like the marching band. Oh, it's cool. Said. I yeah. love that. They have the drums going. Oh, yeah, they, they nailed I, it. I've always loved this new theme, this this bagpipe with the metal. Dun, 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 dun. I still like the old one better, but yeah, this one's okay. Oh, oh true. I'll give they you some. They should have had Ashley McIsaac come out and do his new theme. Canada. Dude, that'd be awesome. Uh, so Roman Reigns goes for the, uh, the drive-by, but Drew moves out of the way and suplexes him off the apron. I got Drew hitting the reverse Alabama slam. Yeah. You saw it this time. Oh, Didn't yeah. that look awesome? Yeah, um, he got, uh, Roman was like set up in the corner. Yeah, it was set up in the corner. It's like they started fighting. It looked like they were about to start heading up. And that's when, yeah, he grabs and pulls him off. It looked awesome. And then I got Roman's uh, straddling the top rope. And Drew almost falls off. So he's kind of hanging in the tree of woe. Yeah. And then he sits up. And just tosses Reigns off the top rope. Yeah. And again, it's going with this whole storyline that Roman's not ready. He's not 100%. And Drew's just cutting him off at every turn, yeah, right? Yeah, they talked about it the whole match. They're like, they're like, yeah, physically, you can hit the gym. You can be ready. But like, it's like, are you ring ready? Can you get out there and outlast this guy? Because like, if this match goes into 20 minutes, 30 minutes, it's like you're going to get fatigued. You, you haven't done this. Yeah. And Drew, at this point, is yelling in Roman's face. And he slaps him. And yeah. it's like Roman, like a, few, like a switch just goes off. Roman wakes up and he hits this huge lariat. 
a boot to the face, hits the drive-by. Uh, then Reigns goes for the Superman punch and the spear, and Reigns takes it. Yep. Um, I will say when the screaming happens and he hits him the first time and he goes to hit him the second time, he's like, this one's for Ambrose. Yeah. Like really mocking him, right? So um, Reigns gets his momentum going, and when they're outside, he slams Drew with a Samoan drop. And like you almost like could hear something pop. Ooh. And when Drew got back in the ring, he was really holding the rim, ribs, so they're kind of like, oh... Uh oh, but then yeah, um, Drew countered the first Superman punch. What did I write? Counters the first Superman punch. Um, tr- I th- tried to roll him up or something, and then he just popped out of it, hit the Superman punch, right, and then lands a huge spear. Okay, yeah, but yeah, pretty. It's okay match. I don't think the fans... No, this isn't the fans really into it. No, um, it was do, a good match, but... Uh, you think it was burnout, or do you think the fans just aren't really feeling it? I I think they were feeling it, but at the same time, it's like... I don't think the pace was there that they were. Yeah, wanted. right? Because, you know, as I said, and as probably was true, Reigns was not quite up to ring speed yet. He they Like, the moves were there. They still pulled the stuff off. But it could it was, be. It was slower paced, right? But it wasn't in the best uh, Roman Reigns appearance, for sure. Yeah. But uh, just a fine TV match kind of thing, right? And then out next, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Ladies and gentlemen, Elias. And it goes to video screen, and Elias is playing the drums. And then it's in a, a video of Elias playing the keyboard. Yeah, I'm like, and he's it, a piano prodigy. Well, yeah. It's kind of funny. It's like he's good, but he's not good <laughs> like at the same time. Like, it's like... It's so like you can play a little bit, but you're not really that great. You know what I mean? Which makes it almost even better. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he's doing the drum rolls, but I'm like, they weren't great drum rolls. Yeah, <laughs> they're better than the probably like a nobody doing it. Yeah. But and uh, then it goes to Elias in the ring, and he's playing guitar with the video versions of himself on keyboard and drums. And what did you think of the bluesy riff? V? It w- it wasn't bad. Um, it was funny because at this point the wife came down. And he's playing his acoustic, and she's like, why does that sound like an electric? And right? I, I thought the same thing. Well, I had to explain to her, and I'm like, well, I'm like, that's an electric acoustic guitar. Ah. He's, he's hooked up to a sound system, and then the sound system is adding the effects. Oh. Um, it, it was, you know what? For a little blues, bluesy jaunter, being a bit of, you know, getting into the blues myself and playing a little bit, didn't do too bad. Stuck to the box. He didn't, he didn't go too crazy, so I'm like, it worked. I just want to add, I, I missed the part. I love when he's like, have you ever seen a more sexy band in your <laughs> life? <laughs> I love this. And he, he goes, who wants to walk with Elias? And that's when the crowd's behind him at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. He's doing the, the Seven Nation Army, and the crowd did what he said it was going to do. Oh, walk with Elias. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a video comes on the screen. And it's an old video of, like, Babe Ruth coming up to bat. Yeah. And he points out and it's the, him calling a shot. And I'm like, like, what the F is going on? Like, what kind of – my exact reaction to me was, what kind of Undertaker intro is this? <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not. I thought this is where this is going. I'm like, I don't understand what's happening. And then as, as soon as he's running – he's running around the bases. He's third home. And now he's coming back out for a – Another appearance. And then the music hits V. And did you recognize this music? No. This is John Cena's original 
rap theme, the Doctor of Thugonomics. Yeah, Thugonomics. And he comes out, and I'm so confused. A man from Massachusetts is coming out decked out in all Yankees gear. Yeah. God, did he must have felt just dirty. <laughs> <laughs> but the crowd loved it. He goes, what, what, what are you thinking? I'm thinking... I'm thinking I hate my father. Or in the same thing as dad's like, oh my John, no. Dad's not going to talk to me for a few weeks. <laughs> it's like me walking into my house, B, with uh, a Toronto Maple Leafs outfit. Yeah. No, wait, no, wait. A Boston Bruins outfit. My dad's a Montreal Canadiens fan, guys. So, sorry, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> go, let's go. Um, yeah, and you know, it's, it's funny because he came out and I can honestly say I was never part of that Cena thing, which was funny because I had still watched some wrestling then, obviously. Yeah. And, and that just glazed over me. It's kind of, I'm kind of like, so you just been totally thrown by this. It was like, Oh, Marky Mark, whatever. Fuck this kid. <laughs> and then it's like, he switched gimmick up and he was John Cena. And he's like, then he gets to push. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh, okay. It's John Cena. And then it's like, just blanked out. So like, as soon as like, Oh, it's the doctor of thugonomics. And I'm kind of like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and then when he comes out with his old gear, I was like, <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh what a <laughs> like what a wanker! Oh, what a honky! Oh man! And so he starts ra- doing throwing a rap down on Elias, and he calls him a little piece of shit zoo. Yep. And then the photo on the screen that was great. I like that. That picture was hilarious. And he and then he hits the fu, not the aa. The fu. The fu. Oh, I loved it. Uh, but then the funny thing is, as I'm laughing at all this. It then dawns on me, if he's here for this segment, he's not coming out to fight Kurt Angle in this last match. It's like, no. <laughs> no, uh, we're going to talk to it. Talk about it. But the next match, we get Triple H versus Batista. Triple H's career on the line. On the line. Shawn Michaels comes out for your guest commentary. Yeah. How many, I was gonna say, how many guest commentators are these guys going to have tonight? This is like the fifth. <laughs> I'm just kind of disappointed because we got Edge and Christian. And they put out such a great segment at the start. They didn't come out. You for couldn't have Edge come out for Beth's match. He should have been out for Beth's match. He, he Who's going to win? I think it's going to be Beth Phoenix. He could have came out with Paige. <laughs> we could have got um, Christian. He could, you know, he could come out for any of them, any of those matches. Oh, for sure. Bastards. But we got Mike Michaels out there. So Batista rolls up with a whole Hollywood squad, the, and it's and so the convoys. Funny. The convoy. You got two huge SUVs. You got these security guards like they're marching beside it. Yep. And you got to keep them safe. And I, I had to laugh because I'm kind of like, oh. so you get, okay. I can say, like, I was a Batista fan uh, when he was the good guy, even when he was the bad guy, because I just love that. The theme song, right? Gets you jacked up. And then he gets out there, and then he goes machine gun. <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you like him or hate him. It's great, and it's a great, great entrance. A fantastic entrance. And then he gets out of his car, and he's like, ah, and the arms, he's like flipping around. And then he goes back and shuts the door. <laughs> and I'm like, you're an old man when you're being responsible on your entrance, right? And then he slams the door. He's like, God damn it. Yeah, goes back, slams the door. And then he, he, then he lines up, and we get the machine gun. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to give him that. That's great. And, and then, then he, he trips going into the ring. <laughs> Dude, when, as, soon as, I, as soon as I saw that, the first thought in my mind is, this match is going to be a train wreck. It's going to be horrible. Oh, shit. I wrote three lines of... <laughs> <laughs> it, it just keeps... The going. guy played it off. <laughs> well, and it's like, 
He tripped. He went down. He was like, oh. Yeah, it's almost like he forgot where his arms worked. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, oh God. He, he, he scrambles. He gets up and he runs to the corner. And then he, he's doing his corner <laughs> stuff. But I was just like, oh, my yeah. God. We don't forget. People don't forget. Yeah, people don't forget. <laughs> Remember that time you pissed yourself in the ring? People don't forget. <laughs> it was like eight years ago, asshole. <laughs> oh. But it's like, so he's just walking around the ring and he's doing his rope shake. And I'm like, fuck, he looks tired already. Yeah. That, that was my like oh my god this match and i'm like he gets out he shakes the ropes and i'm like he looks tired and he he stares down sean and then he stares down triple h's father i'm like i've never even seen triple h's dad yeah his folks were there and he kind of it's crazy uh, i'm like that's yeah, great triple h's dad's here i haven't seen him in like five years yeah so. and then he jumps over and, and the co-star for his new movie is there too. Yeah, and he's holding the giant batista head did you see that <laughs> and Batista almost like was like what the fuck it was great so I'll, I'll let you do Triple H and that Well, uh, yeah, and then uh, you see a video on this on the Titantron, and I'm immediately like, oh, this is going to be Mad Max. Mad Max theme. Yeah, and then the vehicle comes out, and it's got this random guy with the zombie face paint driving it, and Triple H is on the back, and he's got the the skull, like, bandana, uh, bandana over bandana. his face, and he's got his hood on, and then it stops right at the entranceway, and then, boom, and his theme kicks in, and he takes off his mask, and he spits the water, and all I'm thinking is, there's a guy sitting, the driver sitting right in front of him, yeah. probably getting showered in Triple H mist. Yeah, and that's the thing, because I'm like, okay, <laughs> you're, you're backstage, um, you, you swallow this water before you go out. Not even swallow this water, so you put it in your mouth before you go out. Um, you then ride this car to the ramp, down part of the ramp, and then it's finally like, he rips both off. I'm like, how warm is that water? Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh, get out. Oh. Uh. But that, that, that was my thing because like um, – th- so it's very cinematic. That intro is very cinematic. shows like a Mad Typical Max. Typical Triple H entrance. Yeah. Like the cars are crashing. It's CGI. Not great, but it, it, it worked. And then the whole time yeah, I was right? kind of like – I was just saying the same thing with the CGI. I'm like this looks kind of – not uh, Yeah, it wasn't great, but it worked. But the whole time I'm like, where the fuck is Lemmy? Give me my Lemmy. But then, yeah, the, the car stops midway of the ramp and – it's time to play the game. I'm like, oh, that's all. Funny I thing is, when I was watching it, V, I actually put my fist up at the right time. <laughs> it never happens. You know, you think like, like, I'm gonna put my fist up, and the theme's gonna start right when I do it. It actually happened, and no one was there to see it, V. You have to take my word for it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Was the lady there? No, I, at this point, I had gone back home now. Oh, uh, okay. So she she went to bed, and it was like, I'm gonna be up till one. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> so uh, the match begins, and man, they just pulled out all the bells and whistles for this match, eh? Yeah. Like, I got. I, oh, go ahead. I, I'm, oh, I'm just gonna um, as a setup. Uh, these are two older men. Yes, they're gonna need this kind of things. Yes, and this is so. This is very like it's very um, gimmicky. It's very prop, but it works, and they did it perfectly. And I wanted to comment on Dave Batista. Because he's brown and tanned on the front side, and he's like a shade of gray on the back. Okay. I don't know if you, his skin tone was fucked. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even notice it, that. It's, it's like he went to the tanning salon and like only oh, the, tanned the front. Yeah, only the, only the one side. <laughs> was of the, he laying down? <laughs> yeah, only the one side of the bed was working. It's like no, don't turn the lights on my back. That's uncomfortable. But sir, it's gonna be no, no. I'm. Dude, don't worry about it. No one even looks at the back. It's yeah. fine. I I did like the whole time I'm watching the match. I'm like, this looks fucking awkward. Like. Oh, man. You're fucking awkward, bud. So do you want to go at it? Yeah, man. So right you know, right off the back, we got Batista gets smoked with a toolbox by <laughs> Triple H. I thought it was a lunchbox. 
<laughs> the timekeeper. That's my lunch. Yeah, that was my lunch. This we got time. another four hours of the show. <laughs> but it was, it was like huge. It spills open, yeah. and you got chains and pliers yeah. and wrenches, and everything falls out. And that's it. Triple H grabs a chain and starts whipping Batiste. And man, he's hitting him fucking hard with this yeah. chain. Like I cringed, man. Well, you you see a few marks left on him, like right away, and what? I'm kind of like, ooh. It didn't look very gimmicked, man. It's weird because the chain looked fake as shit. But did it? I thought it sounded like pretty heavy. But that's that's the thing. Like it looked stupid. But then like he's hitting him, and you see that you see the marks, and you're like, oh. And, and, he, and he's strangling with him, and he's got the chain in his mouth. Yeah. Oh, it looked awesome. And then I got this is my favorite part for the whole match. The commentary. Sean goes. You know, I've been friends with him for so long. I forgot how freaking mean he is. Yeah. <laughs> I died. I thought that was hilarious. And, then, uh, and I love because um, I think it goes over to Corey, and Corey's like, "That's my yeah, boss. that's my boss." <laughs> I was I had that later. On. <laughs> He's kind of like, "Oh man, that's my boss." Just great lines, and. uh so yeah, then Triple H takes out pliers and he squeezes. I'm, I'm gonna correct you. Um, yeah, what do you call that? Those are actually called channel locks. Channel locks. I was trying to figure out what it was. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, this shows how handy I am. I'm fucking. Well, again, uh, I should call my dad. <laughs> that one of those things, like you know, they open up and they extend, and they're kind of like clamps or pliers or something. Yeah, that, that's the thing because I, I, as soon as it happened, I'm like. I'm like, man, that's a nice set of channel locks. Like, I'm, I'm like looking at the tools and I'm like, see, uh, and I'm like, I wonder if Darcy could name that. Uh, no, no, I'm like, yeah, the the do flickies. The do flickies. Uh, yeah, and he's taking those do those flux inhibitor, and so, he's. <laughs> but anyways, he pulls those out and he locks those right on the Batista's hand. And yeah, it just starts turning him and cranking yeah. him, and Batista's like, ah. <laughs> then he pins him back. Then he takes pliers. Well, he pins them back, kind of like half behind Batista's head. He had him up on the the steps, I think. And he does a huge stomp. Oh, on the on the, uh, the channel locks. On the channel locks. See, I'm a fast learner. <laughs> then he puts him in the ring, and he does an old throwback thing where he puts the chair on top of his neck. Yep. So, like, the legs kind of straddling his neck. And then he takes out some pliers. He goes, that's a nice nose ring you got there. And, Dave, and he starts to slowly put the pliers. Around, and Dave sells it. No, 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 no. And he grabs the nose ring, and he yanks it out. This was Jeff Hardy. I don't know if you saw this a couple months ago where Orton put the screwdriver through Jeff Hardy's. He had the giant earlobe. Uh, the you know, spacer. The, yeah, and he puts it through there, and he starts turning the screwdriver on oh, his really? ear. <laughs> it looks so gross. It was like that. It, you hear the whole crowd go. <clears throat> so this is crazy because, like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he actually pulled it out. No, I don't think so because um, I think he had a stud in, and I think. Triple H is holding the ring. Yeah. Because that's the thing. Like, Batista was kind of rolling around, and then it was gone, it's probably, it's probably as soon as he pulled it off, he probably turned down, and Dave just yanked it out. Okay. Yeah. So, and I mean, there was a bit of blood. Not a lot. But, I mean, if you're going to rip one of those out, you're going to you're gonna mess some shit up. What if, what if he just didn't have a back in on the on the stud of the earring? So, he just, when he grabbed it, he literally just pulled it out. And yeah. It was, like, nothing happened. That, that'd probably be the easiest way but, to do it. It was great, because I remember we said a couple weeks ago, and then his first came back... All I'm looking at is that damn nose ring. It was so shiny. <laughs> Obviously, right? they listen to that, right? So, then what do I got after that? So, we get a lot of chair shots. goes out to the nose ring. Oh, that, that I want to bring this up, too. So, yeah, Triple H is hit with a chair shot, and then he's out by the commentary table, and he just looks at Sean and makes it the too sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, I just want to let you know, V, I wrote this down. Like, If you were in a fight for your career, 
and you were doing dastardly things. If you turned to me, I would give you the two sweet props. God damn. Yeah. I, you have my full support, buddy. Go yeah. kick his ass. Yank up that nose ring. And, and that was the biggest thing. Like, um, Michael's um, being from a religious background and all that, he still called it down the line. <laughs> <laughs> I still just love it. I forgot how mean he is. Yeah. Damn. Cause, cause God, one, my friend's an asshole. <laughs> at one point, they, they talk about, like, because Triple H, last injury he had was a pictorial issue. And then it's like, it's like, man. I've I've wrestled and known Triple H over thirty years. He's come back from every single injury under God's green earth. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm kind of like, man, Sean, how do you still be so nice about it? <laughs> <laughs> Power positivity. Fuck, man. So so while that's going on, Triple H has wrapped the chain around his fist and he goes to jump at Batista, but Batista backdrops him onto the table. Yep. And then he does it again. And Batista clears the table and points at Michaels, who's now looking concerned. And Batista sets up the steel steps on top of the one table, and he's going for the Batista bomb on Triple H. Mm-hmm. But H backdrop, a uh, back body drops Batista onto the other table, and it does not break. And I wrote down, man, these tables—they just don't break. Yeah. And just as I finished that note, Triple H is on the one table, gives Batista the crotch chop. Runs, spears him through the third table, and it breaks. And I'm like, oh, well, that one was great. I, I think you ended up jumping ahead again. Oh, man. Well, I just didn't write down what ever happened in between there. Okay. So <laughs> the, 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 the first time he gets him, he slams him on the table. Then he clears the Spanish announce table, does it again. Starts hitting him with the chairs. Takes him in the ring. Um, he go, Triple H gets momentum back. Goes to the pedigree. Batista counters. Then he takes him back outside the rings, and it's the steel steps that it starts it. Yeah. So he hits him with the steps, gets them up on the table, and this is where he's gassed. <laughs> like, he can't even lift these steps. He gets them up on the table, and he takes like a five-minute break. Like, he's, he's like, oh, It's his first fuck. match in years, man. Yeah. So he, he drags – that's when he drags H over, sets him up for the power bomb, and then H flips him onto the Spanish table, yeah. which doesn't break. And then, yeah, it's like you said, then they both kind of get up at the same time. They're like, they're just gassed. But then H just, boom, spears, and they go through the German announce table. Spear, spear, spear. Those are good spears on this one. Yeah. Then uh, at this point, Batista's back in the ring, and Triple H reaches under the ring for his old trusty sledgehammer. Yeah. And there's two. Yeah, it was interesting, right? It only takes one. Well, that'll come into play later. So he goes to bring it in the ring, and he gets speared by Batista for a near fall. And Batista picks up the hammer. And... We get a lot of awkward countering. Right? They they keep going in for counters, and, like, every time they run out someone with the sledgehammer, one guy gets the boot up in the face. And eventually, Triple H is like, "Ah!" And then he runs at him, and gets spine-bustered by Batista. That was a huge spine-buster. Yeah. And then as he goes for the Batista bomb... Uh, Triple H has got the sledgehammer in hand, and he hits it. And I, I remember, dude, I thought this was it. The hand's coming down for three, and dude, I was like Paul Heyman with the eyes bolting. I was like, I was like, Hunter! Well, yeah, because like <laughs> H is up, he's got the hammer, and he's he he's like, yeah, he's about to swing. He, like, yeah, he's winding up for the swing, but he doesn't Batista land. Batista pulls the trigger first. Yeah, but Batista pulls and the trigger dude, first. Uh, like, hand this near fall was as close to three year as you're gonna get. Like I said, I actually went. Mm. Hunter! I thought his career was done, man. I was like, no, no, no. And he kicks out. Then Batista sits at the steps and yep. puts Triple H on the top rope. And then Triple H power bombs Batista onto the steps. 
and immediately hits a pedigree afterwards, and the man kicks and out. The man kicks out. And, dude, that's where, like, I get this lump in my throat, man, because now I'm like, if he didn't get him with that, oh, Jesus, God, no, yeah. he's losing. And, and that was awkward. Triple H like, is losing this match. Like, he pulls in those steps. He, again, barely, like, he has the bottom set of steps now, so it's even worse. Yeah. Oh. He's, like, shimming him across the ring, and it looks like he's setting him up to um, Batista bomb onto the steps, right? But then, yeah, Hunter gets the counter, and you're just like, man... So then, yeah, I need you to jump in here because because here's what happened. I was trying to write something down and I missed something, so I hit the the ten seconds earlier button. And I, at this point, I was behind because I had taken breaks, right? And when I hit it, it glitched and it took me back to live mode. Oh, so no. I don't know how much I missed. Next thing you know, flares out there. So I don't know oh, how yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how far in between I no, got. I, not not long. So, um. Yeah, he hits the power bomb on the steps, follows up with the pedigree, and Dave Batista kicks from that. And you're kind of like, what the fuck? And then um, out of nowhere, it jumps up, and it's like a snap DDT on the steps. Who's hitting the DDT? Batista hit it on, on Triple, Triple H. H. Oh, no. And Triple H did that sell where it's like he the, hit those legs steps. go limp? No, he went straight up. Oh. It was like boing. And then like he rocked over, and you're like, oh, god damn. So then – um. You think it's over. He's set, he's setting up again, and all of a sudden, like Triple H is kind of rolling in the corner. Batista's kind of gassed. That's when Flair slips down to the ring, pulls out that second hammer, hands it to Triple H, hands it to Triple H. Batista's crawling across the other ring and grabs the first hammer. And so as he goes to get up, H is already up, and then Flair runs to his side and he starts bad mouthing. This is like, you son of a bitch. He goes, yeah, watch this. Watch it! Like, Batista's almost crying. Yeah. <laughs> Watch this, old man. Turns around as Hunter's running across, like, jumps off the steps, and, like, epic, boom. Right? Pops him it's right like a, in the face. cross between Thor and Roman Reigns Superman punch, but yeah. with a sledgehammer. It looked awesome. It looked great. And Dave sells it so well. It was, like, kind of like... <laughs> yeah, he he kind of dummies. He's, like, standing for a second. Like, and then he drops, and then it's like you realize, like, oh, fuck, I'm not supposed to drop. So he tries to get up. <laughs> And then uh, Triple H gives him the boot, lands another pedigree. And that is it. And it's done. Triple H's career is intact, guys. The, the game plays on. Yes. Good line, V. Good line. You've been saving that one, haven't you? <laughs> no, they, they said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing. Oh, okay. And then Triple H embraces Ric Flair to the outside, and what do you think? Too many awkward I love you mans as they're embracing outside. I love you, man. No, I love you. No, man, I love you. Like... <laughs> We, no, we, you don't. You no, know, you don't. <laughs> I love you too, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, you know what? It was the ending we well, I kind of hoped for because um, just just the way it was going, that Batista shouldn't be the one to end Triple H's uh run career. Yeah, yeah. I I still wanted to see Triple H put over some more younger talent. There's still some matches I want to see him have. Well, that's thing. He he's got a full year, and then maybe by next Mania, that's when the next. Upstart, or somebody's going to be like, I'm going to end your career, old man. Could be. Maybe Braun Strowman. Yep. We never know. So then we get um, <laughs> Alexa backstage again. Oh, man. What was this? <laughs> so they're trying to sell Daniel Bryan shirts um, if you retain the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Clearly, these shirts, yeah. Oh, they're on sale now. And what were the B team saying? They kept repeating over and over again. Like, I don't even know. Like, B. Aggressive, but they, they they had some kind of rhyme, and I can't remember what it was. And then all of a sudden, it pans over, and there's Ron Simmons. Damn, damn. 
And that segues into the special guest commentator, Ron Simmons' partner, JPL. Oh, just like old times, Ron Simmons stealing the thunder from you again. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was probably the funniest thing I've ever heard him say. Oh, man, it was great. Fucking JBL. And now we're out for Kurt Angle in his final match. Yeah, Kurt Angle versus a piece of shit. Some turd from the street. Turd yeah. Ferguson. That's too funny of a name for him. Yeah, Baron fucking Corbin. And they introduced Baron Corbin and all his accolades. And and then my favorite part, though, was, and WrestleMania's favorite son, I was like, where, Baron Corbin. Where did that even come from? Like, okay, come on. That's kind of funny, considering, like, how everyone hates him and oh. WrestleMania's favorite son. And he walks down. He is totally aloof and uncaring. And I wrote again, V, will somebody give this guy fucking wrestling gear? Yeah, he's Jesus still, he's, he's Christ. still Jesus Christ. It's almost out of heat now, I think. He's wearing this stupid vest and yeah. dress shirt and pants. So we get Angle coming out. The crowd's chanting. Um, I thought they were chanting, you rock. That would have been cool. And I'm like, that's cool. That's cool to hear that. But then the announcer's like, nope, they- and the classic uh, fans are sing- saying, you suck. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, they're not directed at him. It's like, just, guess you got to be there. It just goes with this theme now. It's, it's, you know, it's a thing. So, yeah, I got him hitting a belly-to-belly on Baron. And- it's it early. Yeah, and then at one point, Corbin's got Angle choked against the ropes, and he's yelling at his Angle's family, there's your daddy! Say hi to daddy! And I'm like, this fucking asshole. Then Angle hits three Germans on Corbin. Yep. And Angle, again, Ankle locks in the ankle. Oh, my God. Angle locks in the ankle. I don't know why that always trips me up. (laughs) It's so hard. But Corbin kicks out of it, and he gets a deep six for a near fall. Then Kurt eventually gets the angle slam in and also gets a near fall. And then gets the ankle lock in again. But Corbin rolls through, uh, launching angle into the turnbuckle. Yep. And Corbin does the you can't see me. And that made me think that Cena was going to come out again, man. And they even comment on it. Because the WWE yeah. Universe wanted John Cena. And it's like just a slight against that. Right. Then angle again and hits three Germans against Corbin. And then angle does something you didn't expect. He goes up top. For the moonsault. He's the, going old school. He he he, he pulled the, the straps down. The yeah. straps down. And he just barely made that moonsault, man. Like he I was did. like, oh, like landed on his chest. And then Corbin hits the end of days. And Corbin defeats Kurt Angle in his final match. And I wrote, fuck you, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. You piece of shit. The crowd was devastated. They, they must have had, like, 15 cameras set up just to capture the fans. Faces dropped. People were crying. What a f- You know, for a WrestleMania that was getting almost everything right, boy, did they fucking miss the mark here. Well, they they wanted to. They obviously did. They, 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 per- they were stubborn and stuck the yeah. course. And I, I can't believe it, man. The whole argument is that for this is that over the, we need to give Corbin something, right? We need to give him, you tell me Baron Corbin is that important that he deserves this. What has he done? Think people are going to remember this in like a month from now. <clears throat> no, everyone's still going to be pissed. You, you're going to bring it up. It's like, well, what did Baron Corbin do? Oh fuck. Yeah. Baron Corbin's a piece of shit at WrestleMania. F- again, fuck you, Vince. You fucked up. <laughs> you're an asshole. You fucked up. You fucked up. But you know what? Angle was a class act. He gave a great speech at the end. Yeah, and he leads a You Suck chant. He leads the You Suck chant. I like to think it was directed at Vince McMahon and the WD Creative team. 
Good job, guys. Could have been. You suck. (sighs) Man, I took the wind out of my sails. V, I'm going to need a minute. Okay. Um, (laughs) Grab me a beer that's not one of these. So uh, we get in, and so we get Lashley versus Finn. Um, Thanks, sir. Finn comes out as the demon. Very cool. Um, we had wicked AR that augmented reality at the start again. Yeah, the they, smoke above the yeah. Ring. They didn't use it too much for this uh, pay per view, and that that's totally fine. But yeah, they used it for this, and it literally looked like um the the clouds were circling like a vortex. Yeah, that ready was to cool. Pull stuff up, and then all of a sudden you get Balor, and it's like Cthulhu tentacles start wrapping out, and there's right, and there's the demon like the smoke's rising. He's on like a pedestal. It's almost like an illusion that he's like floating in the middle. I thought of he was gonna levitate name. down to the ring. How cool would that? That would have been? been insane. But yeah, it looked like he was almost floating. You got a huge gust of smoke, steam, whatever it was, and then the platform lowers. So it almost makes it. You don't even kind of see it, and then he comes out. Looked great. Great entrance. Um, this match, everyone knew it was gonna happen this way. Um, yeah. I got Lashley had demonic contacts. <laughs> yeah, Lashley had con- It's like, I'm cool too. Like, I don't know, <laughs> it did it tonight. Bill House, my mom says I'm cool. I, <laughs> that's exactly how that came across. It, you, I can be demonic. You know what? Um, Actually look kind of cool on Lashley. If you had those five years ago, maybe you would have had a better run. At Perhaps. Life. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Finn comes out so strong. Um, Literally takes Lashley apart. Takes him outside of the ring. Um, Leo's with him. I forgot. I forgot to mention that when Lashley comes out with Leo, they had an awkward camera angle where it looked like Leo was like didn't even come up to Lashley's waist. <laughs> like poor that guy. Was probably short, done by design. Yeah, poor guy's short enough. Like for fuck's sake. Uh, Leo just stayed out of there because like Finn just started tearing Lashley apart. Leo even stepped up and he literally started growling at him. Leo, yeah. Leo's like, no nah, man, I'm cool. You backed cool. away like, oh, yeah. easy. Uh, and then the spot of the match, V, for me, Lashley spearing Balor through the ropes. Through the ropes, outside oh. of, like, uh, Finn's on the apron, Lashley spears him out onto the concrete. And then he throws him back in the ring and hits another spear, and Balor kicks out, and now Lashley looks concerned. He's like, how? How did this person kick out? Yeah. Yeah, and then that's the thing. Um, Finn gets the offensive again, puts him up for a power bomb, and it's like, you you can't control a man of that size. Starts booting him in the stomach. Goes for it again. It's like, nah, you, Lashley's just too big and strong. You can't do it. Starts just wailing on him. Grabs him. Puts him up for a power bomb, And puts him down hard. And everyone's like, what just happened? <laughs> again, defy science. Yeah. Jumps up top. And then just nails the coup de grace. And the match is already over. There you go. It's a nice short, sweet match, it, I guess. It was, you know what? It's... um. I wasn't really into it though. I wasn't into it at all because um, we've it, seen this feud like it for was the weeks. Rollins, well, uh, in essence, it was the Rollins match again. It was just a guy getting what he was supposed to get in two minutes or something. Yeah, <laughs> or quick. This one went a little longer. Yeah, but, I mean, for us, it was like Finn got the Intercontinental Champion back at Elimination Chamber. Yeah, and then it was kind of like, okay, what do you want to do for Mania? Oh shit, we got nothing. Let's give the belt back to Lashley, and then we'll make stuff up. Yeah, and then you need the demon to get it back. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's like you said earlier, it tainted that intercontinental belt. Oh, it did. Like I said, I would rather him have just one reign, man, instead yeah, of let him, two let smaller. Let him go through, knock him down a couple jobbers or something like that, and then build something else towards Mania. Um, I th- I'm really hoping that Finn keeps this belt. I think if – sorry, continue, continue. Sorry. Okay, I'm just going to say I really hope Finn keeps this belt and then um, shines that belt back up. Get a couple of really, really good Solid matchups matches. going. Really good feuds going. And just show what the Intercontinental Championship is all about. It's about the new guys coming in and it's that first stepping stone, right? You get it. You want it. That's that first belt you want. And like I, Finn's a fantastic competitor. Um, the Demon was a waste here. Yeah, I agree actually. But I think they should have booked it back at Elimination Chamber when he won it. They should have had him yep. lose it. And because it's always Leo and Lashley overcoming, and then that's when you bring the demon out of Mania to get your big win. Yeah. Why? Why put it on the middle of the nation chamber to take it off him again? Yeah, that was. I, I thought that was just stupid. But you know what? The, again, the guy who deserved the belt got it, so we're happy about that. So we get Bliss is back. She announces that we have uh, eighty-two thousand two hundred sixty-five guests in the arena. Whether or not those numbers are fudged, we do not know. And more importantly, V, she is dressed not in wrestling gear. Not in wrestling gear. And my prediction gear. would not come to be. She would not add herself to this match. Nope. Instead, she, instead she said it was time for a break, a dance break. <laughs> and now comes our truth and Carmella yep, for a, a seven-second dance break. And I thought someone was going to come out and attack him. But we didn't get that. Instead, we got seven seconds dance. of weird Fortnite dancing, and now we're on to the final match. The triple threat match. Charlotte yep. Flair versus Ronda Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch. So we get... And Charlotte gets the big entrance. Charlotte got the big entrance? Well, technically, it's kind of funny. Both women got the big entrance, and Becky just got their basic entrance. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, I guess so, yeah, because it starts off, we get Flair, she's in a helicopter. She's coming in on a chopper. She's coming in on the chopper. She get to the chopper. She lands... <laughs> Um, there's dudes there getting ready to put Got a the red robe carpet. on her. Yeah. yeah, the carpet's laid out, and then she walks across the parking lot to get to the MetLife Stadium. Well, because while she's doing that, first, then uh, Joan Jett's now out on stage playing. Joan Jett. And she plays Ronda Rousey in. Yep, gets a bad reputation. That was cool. That was a great little performance. Um, I thought we were going to get the theme for that night, Joan Jett's newer song. Oh, no, I just figured she was out there to play her theme, to be yeah. honest. I would have liked some more music because, I mean, honestly, Elias sucked ass. But Well, you didn't like the three Eliases? That, you know what? That's like a weird like Japanese boy love comic. Don't even want to touch it, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's that, and I, I love it because like, Ronda breaks character so bad. She's like, I'm angry. Yeah, rah, rah. But she comes out and like Joan Jett's playing her actual fucking uh, You game. know what? She's not the first person to do that. That no. Triple H would be he only come out and he'd be like, Giving props to Lemmy, and I'm like, yeah, what are you doing facing up, man? You're a heel. Yeah, she's she's shit eating, grinning like grinning ear to ear. She just loves it, and I it was great. It was cool to see. And then uh, she comes down. Um, then Flair comes in. She approaches the ring, pretty normal. Um, Becky comes in. Uh, they say she's the crowd favorite. The crowd's just tearing. Yeah, up. gee, really? <laughs> is she the crowd favorite? Of course she is. No one wants to cheer for Ronda or Charlotte. Yeah. So we get in there, and it instantly starts off with um, Becky and Flair versus Ronda. But Ronda works them both over Yeah, she's good. definitely coming out strong with her yeah. fist, just 
She's the threat right now. Lays into him, takes them both out of the ring, um, ends up getting double teamed, and then finally left outside. Uh, the women get back in. They square off finally. Um, then I got the uh, the triangle choke. Yeah. Charlotte's uh, got a triangle choke on Ronda. She's hanging. No, sorry. Ronda had a triangle choke on Charlotte. Charlotte hanging she's over hanging the ropes. Uh, to the outside. And Becky runs across and drop kicks her in the back of the head. And Ronda lands really badly on the outside. Yeah. I was like, oh. And, the, and even the broadcast was like, this is their chance. Ronda's down. It's down to the two of them. Yeah. So then uh, they're going at it again. Becky gets a Bexploder off the top rope. Oh, that looks great. And it's like, oh, man. Ronda manages to recover, gets in again. And lands a double armbar. Oh, nice. Yes. Is this where um, where they did the triple power bomb on her? <laughs> they slam her three <laughs> times. I I think we, we missed the part where um, I'm not sure. Did I miss the part where Rhonda is getting chopped by Charlotte and then calls her a bitch and then Charlotte just chops her in the yeah. face like backhands. Back, yeah. <laughs> it looked great. We're getting the chops. We're getting the woos. And then, yeah, it's kind of like she stops. And Rhonda's like, um, what are you, a bitch? And like, just wham, lays her out again. It's great. So then um, Flair gets her outside of the ring. Well, actually, Flair gets her lined up on the ring and lands that. Um, Is it the Spanish fly? Uh, I don't have the Spanish fly yet. Oh, okay. Not I, I have the uh, inverted figure four outside of the ring. Oh yes, the spot you hadn't seen in. Uh, I was that's thing again. I haven't watched wrestling since January. I haven't seen that in years. That was all the nostalgia. Um, it just looked like Ric Flair with amazing boobs, doing that. Well, did he ever do the corner one though? I know that Bret Hart was a. Bret Hart did it all the time. I think Flair did it a few times. And I remember Bret always saying why. He's like, it's funny. It didn't. It, he loved doing it, but he's like, one, it actually isn't effective at all. And two, he goes, I kept hitting my head every time I jumped into the damn move because <laughs> yeah, he had to yeah. fall back, right? And so, yeah, then I uh, I think we get whatever you were just talking yeah, about. Yeah, Charlotte hitting the Spanish fly yes. on Becky, but hurts her knee. And the, but, but she's still getting some offense, even though like Charlotte's kind of hobbling. And she gets the figure eight on Ronda. Yep. But Becky breaks it up. And the Huge crowd's leg drop. Yeah. And the crowd's just chanting Becky now. Like, they're, they're getting hot for this match Be- Becky's hair is out the um well even when she came out was it already like love it was a lot of big it looked like a full on lion's mane like it was huge <laughs> at this point now and and Becky gets the table and she sets it up but Rhonda takes her out and then goes tables are for bitches yeah. and just flips the tail over I, I love it cause um I'm not even sure which announcer it was it's like oh it seems like Rhonda doesn't uh like the idea of using a table and then Renee's like no, that's not what she said. <laughs> Just shuts them down. And uh, Charlotte hits a double spear on both yep. competitors. That looked awesome. And Charlotte sets up the table in the corner and c- grabs Rhonda's head and just starts beating it repeatedly against the table. Yeah, good, the you got like great smacking sounds off that. I was loving it. And she's setting up for another double spear, but both competitors hip toss Charlotte through the table. And then Rhonda goes for the Piper's Pit. But Becky counters into an awkward roll-up and gets the win. And gets the win. I was very surprised. It was just so sudden. It was sudden. Uh, this was huge. And, um, again, we're not watching Monday Night Raw right now. We're reporting to you guys. Um, yeah, it seems like a very controversial ending, right? Yes. Um, Rhonda gets up, and she's like, yo, my shoulder was up. What the fuck? Like, 
And it just kind of goes, and you yeah. can see the replay, and they're like, well, we're not sure. And the broadcast is like, yeah, it looks like Ronda's shoulder was up. Uh. Yeah, it's like, well, we're not sure. And then we're looking. In the well, f- Becky's the champ now. Yeah, so. the, the feed's at like 30 seconds, so it's like, Becky's got both belts. She's like crying. It's like, you know, the good fireworks are going off. Yeah, the but going good I don't know. I thought the woman's kind of tainted, though. It was weird. I feel Which, like she needed a definitive win. Yeah. And again, I mean, we'll see what happens. Um, we're we're gonna get into the whole raw down review this week. Um, that that yeah, it's super awkward. But so V, now that we finished. What was your favorite match of the show? Uh, are we gonna include the pre-show or main card? We can include the pre-show. Although I don't think you're gonna have one from the pre-show, yeah. anyways. Um. We're gonna go through it, and my favorite match, I would probably say, damn, Kofi, Kofi and Brian again. Um, as I was alluding to, it was a textbook match. You had your ups, you had your downs. Kofi was beaten. Everything looked so bleak, and he came back. It was a textbook title shot WrestleMania match. Now, the part of me wants to pick Rollins and Brock because. Lesnar lost the title. Like, yeah, I was, that's, that's the biggest thing. Is you go, but that's you not go my favorite match. Wanted. Honestly, uh, surprised then to say it, Triple H and Batista was my favorite match on the card. Yeah. I had uh, like, they had it was had all the bells and whistles. Yep. And it's crazy for me to say that, but like, I just felt like no other match really grabbed me. Well, and even though there was great action, like there was a lot of a- matches where I was like, you know what, that was a great match, I mean, or a good match. It had like all these good spots, but just something was missing. Yeah. We had talked about, like, it was two older guys, but that's the thing. They pulled out the props, they pulled out all the gimmicks, and they made it work. I remember, I don't even know when it was, you could probably toss, chime in, Triple H versus Undertaker. What year? <laughs> one of Undertaker's last matches. Okay. Would have been near the end of his career. And they came back, they were doing the feud. Fucking horrible to watch. Because at this point, they're old, they are so slow. It's probably WrestleMania 27, right? Probably. It's the one that ended in the Hell's Gate choke. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was. Okay. And yeah, it was. It was horrible. It was like, and and I, it's like, this was, again. Triple H was in much better form at this WrestleMania than he was on the other one, and it was just like two old dudes. It was so slow. I could barely even watch it. And I'm I'm a huge Undertaker fan, and I'm just like, fuck, what is going on? Man, don't ever watch WrestleMania 33. <laughs> All right. <laughs> just trust me. It's on. It's, it's, it's a, painful. Oh my god! But yeah, and uh, yeah, like they put on a fantastic match together. And yeah, you know, uh, obviously it was the right call to make it uh, no holds barred because you could hide behind all these weapons and stuff yeah. and spots like that. So least favorite match. Oh my god! Ooh, okay. Uh... Cause there's so many matches to go through, right? Yeah. Are we counting the men's battle royal? <laughs> yeah, we can. I just, I just kinda, I'm trying to make my way through the card here. So many ma- I'm trying to forget. I'm forgetting matches now. You think, and I'm just gonna list mine. So other than obviously Ray, Ray and other, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna strike Ray because I'm like again, we don't know if he's injured or not, but it's like what the fuck. You're very disappointed that that didn't <sighs> happen though. Yes, because again, Ray's first singles match in eight years. Oh, Lashley Balor. You you that was your worst match. I really was not into that match. And I, I, you know what? It, again, it was it was just Rollins, Lesnar again. I thought it was too short, eh? Too short. 
and it's just, he just tore through him and to, to get something that we knew he already deserved. But for my worst match, I'm going to say it was the um, Corbin Angle. Oh, shoot. I totally forgot about Corbin Angle. Yep. And it, again, it was like... Fuck, I changed my answer? <laughs> <laughs> you, you can. You, you I can. forgot about that. I was just complaining about it like a minute ago. The, 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 the thing's still running. We're, we can do it. Yeah, it was... Uh, it was I don't know. The match wasn't... The match wasn't bad horrible, itself, but, like, it, but the yeah, ending was horrible. A horrible, horrible decision, yeah. Oh, and it, it, we we talked about. I don't even know if we talked about this earlier. We talked about this off the air. Like, why would Corbin get any kind of push? What has he done? He has done nothing. Well, well V, he's WrestleMania's favorite son. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's the worst call ever. Oh. Uh, but you know, hey, we, we still got Kofi, Becky, and Rollins, so. And Finn, Finn I was convinced well. one of them wasn't going to win the title. Yeah. I thought it was going to be Kofi, to be honest. Who knows? We may have had some, like, sp- spot re- um Oh, they just – course correction? Yeah. yeah. The, uh, Zack Ryder winning the Intercontinental title and losing it the next night. Yep. All over again. No! <laughs> and we lose all that stuff. So here we are. So we got, we got through it. We got through the whole Mania event. Whew. We were only at two and a half hours. Oh, my God. I just want to see my family again. <laughs> That, dude, that's what I was like after watching it today. And my family was coming home to me. <laughs> yeah, we did it, man. Uh, wow. It was a long show. But we made, and covering it now is just exhausting. Yeah. But, oh. uh, you know what? Not a bad mania, though. I, I don't think. Like, I thought there were some good points. I mean. Yeah. You know what? Honestly, like, start to finish wasn't horrible. It was crazy ass long. It wasn't horrible. Um, NXT TakeOver, I'm still going to give it to. Well, I mean, it's kind of hard to take it away from those guys. Short, sweet. Hungry for a sandwich. Yeah, everyone's working extra hard because they're trying to get there. Yeah. It's run by Triple H. Yep. The future. We got Disturbed for their theme. Yes. Uh, do you hear their new theme? Uh, apparently Slipknot's doing it. Yeah, I think he showed me that, actually. But funny th- story. Uh, so on the weekend, I went to get a pizza. And my oh. girlfriend was in the car, right? So she waited in the car wanted to go grab the pizza. I was only gone for a minute. I came back and she found uh, – I have XM radio, right? Like serious and radio. And she found a station that's 90s and 2000s hard rock. And it plays all these songs, old like famous songs from back in the day that were all used for wrestling pay-per-views. Nice. Like, I'm, like, I'm like, dude, I forgot about this song. It's played for like WrestleMania X8. And I was literally like – I was gone for a minute, and you found a station that like changed my goddamn life. <laughs> and you haven't changed it since, have you? Dude, all day I'm listening to the station. Every, nice. day, every time I'm like, I'm listening to the station again. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I don't know why I just made me bring it up. I think I heard it like Tear Away by Drowning Pool, and I'm like, I literally have nice. not heard this song since WrestleMania X8. So Nothing wrong with that. All right, so we're through it, and it's about time we get ready for bed. Yes. Oh, that's midnight. Jesus Christ. I got to work. <laughs> All right. Well, so we wrap it up. So, uh, shout outs again. Instagram at Kickstunner. Twitter at KickPodcast. Email KickStunnerPodcast at gmail.com. Fuck. And uh, yeah, shout outs to everybody who's listening. Love you guys. It's been great. Keep it going. Thank God WrestleMania is only once a year. Yes. Yeah. But you know what? Tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, I, I'm going to wake up and go, V, it's another year until WrestleMania. <sighs> um, and it's like, you're, you're, I'll forget. I'll forget how. Uh, uh, what do we got coming next? Money in the Bank? 
Yeah, I'm surprised Money in the Bank so soon. I figured they would have spread that out a bit. I think that's going to be the reset. Yeah? When I saw it, I was like, I'm like, I wonder if they're going to use that for their reset. Maybe someone takes it off of Brian or, or Kofi right away. Yeah. Oh, shit. Now they get it for a month. Well, we'll see what happens. So, for the Kickstarter podcast, reporting for WrestleMania 35, I'm Adam. And I'm Darcy. And we're fucking done. <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right. Peace.